Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. What up, y'all? I'm back. What up, what up, what up, what up? I'm back. Back at the Griff Report. Shout out to Cannon. Cannon did a fantastic job filling in on the Griff Report for me this week. You know what I mean? This is why teams are so vital and so important. This is why you got to form teams, people. Each one teach one. You know? Tonight a science guy in the chat. Tonight Big Tink's popping. Big Tink's popping. What up, Big Ron Beast? Strong Dad in the chat. What up, y'all? I missed a lot, yo. So I got an outdated Griff bag, but... It's, it's, you know, it's Nick Fuentes. And, 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 and you know what? I, I, I'm going to fucking say it. Starting to like this guy. <laughs> I don't care what Uncle Hotep say. If Nick Fuentes a fed, he the best fed. If he a fed, he the best fed. If he from Langley, he the best agent they got. Agent Nick Fuentes. Agent Nick Fuentes is the truth, y'all. He is the truth. He is the one. I got a prediction. I think that Nick, at some point, Nick Fuentes is going to be bigger than, than uh, what's the boy's name? The one that just did the Tucker shit. Andrew Tate. Nick Fuentes is going to be bigger than Andrew Tate. Absolutely. If you're on YouTube, well, you're getting a little late broadcast here. Join us on Rumble. We're on Rumble at Hotep TV over on Rumble. Join us on Rumble, please and thank you. What are you doing? Make your way on over. YouTube is raping you, raping you, raping you. Can't bring you out the content I want. We on Locals now. Shout out to my Locals community. Hotepjesus.locals.com It's always a good time. Uh, let's get into the Griff bag. You know, without further ado. Uh, there's a, there's one video I'm going to have to look for one in particular. I'm going to have to look for, but I think I have most of what I need in here to say what I got to say. And, you know, I hate that this, the shit that happens, right? You go away and when you go away, all the hot shit starts happening. I was so angry. I couldn't fucking stream. I got to buy a mobile setup, yo. I got to buy a whole new mobile setup. I need y'all to donate. Fucking hit the cash app. I need y'all to hit the hit the uh, super chats. I got to buy a mobile setup. Because I got to bring y'all this content, yo. That's what I realized. I realized I got to bring y'all this content. I got to bring y'all this content. At the very least, what I was thinking is I'll get another setup. And then when I'm away, I'll do exclusive streams on Locals. I think that's the best way to, to move forward with all this stuff. Um, You see the bag. The bag's on the screen. I don't know where I'm going to stop. This is hilarious. This. <laughs> it's a race. It's a race bag. It's, you know, it's a very race, race, race bag. Um, Man. Oh, it's ugly. Do y'all see this in here? Oh, they twerking on Nick Fuentes. Do y'all see what's in the bag? 
I want to talk about this right here. We just had Strong Dad June. Is this okay to treat your son like this? Um. Oh, man. That's ugly. All right. So there's one video I have to find. Hold on. One video in particular I have to find. It was the same one that, that Cannon had. It's the same one that Cannon had. Nick Fuentes. All right, here we go. There's a lot of think pieces coming out, too. People are starting to find it. I saw Six Goddess did a video on it. Um, What is this? Let's listen to this. I don't even know what this is, but let's just, let's just put this in the bag. I don't even know what that is. It's, it's Nick Fuentes and Sneeko. Um, Nick Fuentes on, um, okay. Nick Fuentes did 100,000 lives on Rumbles. Um, wow. Nick Fuentes on why women shouldn't vote. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Hold on. Let's add that. What else is in here? Now we got the N-bomb. We got the N-bomb. Let me just save this N-bomb in case I lost my N-bomb. I'm sorry, y'all. I just got off the plane. I just got off the plane, and I just want to make sure I give y'all a nice show. Um, Nick Fuentes talking about women and dating. We're going to skip over that. I don't want to. I don't really want to hear his opinion on that. He had better opinions on other. Blacks in their low IQ scores. Let's listen to this. Let's listen to that. Blacks in their low IQ score. Okay. Let's listen to that. <laughs> um, He has some real spicy shit. Wait, is this it? The events after. The numbers? What do you specifically... So with certain political Stevens. No. Exposes Tucker Carlson. Where's the one where he was dry snitching? That's the one I'm looking for. I'm looking for the one where Nick Fuentes was dry snitching, where he was talking about yay. He said he pulled up Destiny. Yo. <laughs> there's no way I could debate Destiny, yo. He's just way too feminine. There's no way I could debate him. I would laugh through the whole stream. There's <laughs> no way I could sit across from that dude. I would have to say pause for being in the room with with, with Destiny. Real talk. He's just way too feminine for me, yo. I I I will feel bad for him. That you know the the white dude with the blue hair. Yeah. Ah, uh, what else is in here? Nick Fuentes one. Uh, I'm out this. Hold on. Why he's not a feminist? Ah, uh, where's the one where he says he visits Trump? The Mar-a-Lago clip. Here you go. Found it. Thank you. Here you go. Got it. Okay. That's all I wanted. I found it. All I had to do was type in Trump in the search. All right. I want the Mar-a-Lago. I want the Mar-a-Lago video. I need parts of that because there's, there's some potential violations going on here with Nick Fuentes and uh, the Mar-a-Lago yay visit. All right. So I found that. Hold on. 
All right, let's go back. And I'm a little rusty. I've been away, so I'm, I don't got my 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 mouse hand isn't as quick as it as it usually is. So you gotta forgive me. Uh, exposes Tucker Carlson. What? What? <laughs> what is going on? All right, I want to start. <laughs> okay, this I haven't had a chance to read yet. I want to do a presentation on that. I, I still got to do a presentation on Michael Malice's book. I might, I might do that. I might do that for y'all soon. And then I'll probably, I'll even, I'll, I'll, I'll publish the notes in my locals. I'll give y'all my full presentation. If you want the file, I'll, I'll turn it into a PDF and I'll upload it to my locals. I got a whole presentation on Michael Malice's book, his recent ones. It's an amazing body of work. Um, yeah, I think I want to start. I think I want to start so much Nick Fuentes in this bag. All right, let's start. That's fucking absolutely insane. Um, here. Okay. Yeah. So here we have Brittany James. She says, I woke up yesterday morning, looked out my window and saw the neighbors had hung this flag on their children's playground. <laughs> okay. Pull up a seat and join me, friends, for the chronicles of being black in a rich white suburb. <laughs> I'm about to become a um, I think I'm about to specialize in critical race theory. I think I'm about to specialize in critical race theory to set the record straight. Cause this is this is amazing. This is amazing work here. This is great marketing. This is great race victim grifting. Race victim grifting. The chronicles of being black in a rich white suburb. <laughs> now, when I first read this just now, I say to myself, if the flag was hung on the children's playground, Maybe the kids put it there. Maybe the kids hung it. That's my first, you know, assumption. That's my first assumption. Maybe the, did the kids put it there? Okay. Let's say no. Your neighbors did. Well, uh, well, well. Before we get into how I would react, let's see what. Let's let's continue the what she called the chronicles of being black in a rich white suburb. Before we get to the thick of it. I believe there is no ins insignificant change. This move was intentional to send a message. Okay, so she wanted to say the, the move was intentional to send a message. Before you say, I'm just being paranoid, check this. They raised a flag just as a third black family moved onto the block. Oh, man. Three niggas that moved on the same block. Oh, boy. <laughs> the plot thickens. Too many people believe racism stops once you have money. Or worse, that income is a proxy for race. You're wrong. Okay. Still think it's just paranoia? I do. I really think this is huge paranoia. And and, and even if they were trying to send you a message, I wouldn't be, you know, I, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. That's fine. It may even be true. But you can't tell that to my body. As soon as I saw it, I had a visceral reaction. <gasps> she saw the flag and went, 
<laughs> oh man, a sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach, a fast heartbeat, a cold sweat of fear, and a deep sense of dread. Brittany James, MD. Miss Black Women Deserve Joy, co-founder of I Am, medical director, Iman Central. She, her pronouns, pronouns in a damn bio. I was on vacation. I forgot this type of shit was happening. Lord have mercy. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, the black woman's caught up. She's caught up in the black grifting, man. Oh, sister, another one we got to save. Oh, who's going to save Brittany? Oh, and it gets worse. This story gets so much worse. Oh, that's because in that moment, a cascade of stress hormones automatically rush through my body. Well, guess what? The body's not designed to be exposed to these fight or flight hormones over a long term chronic exposure to psychological stress like the kind that comes from being black in america promotes the formation of artery clogging deposits increasing our risk of heart attacks and strokes it causes insulin resistance which contributes to diabetes dementia and obesity it causes brain changes that can contribute to anxiety, depression, and fuel addiction. Intent doesn't matter. In other words, psychological is physical. Racism is not just killing black people's life opportunities and limiting our societal advancement. It is doing more than just concentrating us into areas of extreme resource deprivation and asking us to fight each other for scraps of food, housing, and jobs. Racism is directly killing our bodies. Too many people don't understand this. They have kids that are about my kids' age. I've been meaning to set up a play date with them. Some something had me dragging my feet on it. Mother's intuition. So you was gonna set up a play date with your with your neighbor, but your mother's intuition kicked in and said, No, don't do it. It was dragging your feet on it. Racism is like a hydra. You cut off. One head and another ten heads show themselves. We have to fight this thing our entire lives. Brittany motherfucking James. Wow. You know, what's, what's fascinating about all of this is that she's an MD, a medical doctor. I'm assuming that's what that stands for. And she's actually correct about, I'm going to show you the tweet, because she said psychological and physical. Psychological and physical. Where is it? Chronic exposure to psychological stress, like the kind that comes from being black in America, promotes a formation of artery clogging deposits, increasing our risk of heart attacks and strokes. Right? This, this is a factual statement. That right there is a factual statement. And I've said it before, being black in America is a horror flick. It's a horror movie. 
And you know who's writing the motherfucking script? I'm going to show you. It's right here. The Chronicles of Being Black in America. The Chronicles of Being in a Rich White Suburb. It's the people writing the story, Brittany. It's you, Brittany. You're the one creating the stress. Ain't nobody scared of this damn flag. This flag would have went up there. I'd have told Shorty, I'd have said, yo, bake some cookies. I'm going next door and let's bring little Jimmy. That's what I would have said. We need to set up a play date ASAP. We are on the same fucking page. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You motherfuckers is all caught up and twisted with pronouns in your bio. You don't even recognize an ally when he throw the flag up. He trying to let you know. You said in the beginning, you said, I feel like he was trying to send a message. I believe there is no insignificant change. This move was intentional to send a message. You're absolutely correct. It looks like he was trying to send a message. And if it was me, I'd have saw the motherfucking message and I'd have said, yo, bae, it's time to pull up. We got homies in the neighborhood. But you scared niggas. You, you, you chronicles of being black in a rich white suburb ass niggas. I, 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 I've been meaning to set up a play date, but my mother's intuition ass niggas. <laughs> huh? This is the y'all are writing the, this y'all are fucking y'all narrating the fucking horror flick. Y'all are the narrators. Y'all are narrating the story, yo. Y'all writing a story and y'all narrating it. And then, because I've been telling people this shit for the longest. I said, yo, you keep following them Democrats and this is what you're going to get. You're going to get chronic exposure to psychological stress and your ass going to start having fucking artery clogging issues. That's on top of if you took the motherfucking Pfizer shit, who knows what the fuck's in your blood. So you, you compound all of that. You wonder why niggas is dropping dead. She told you right here. A real nigga would have told black folks, look, my neighbors pulled up with the flag. We about to go to a kickback. We about to spark up the block party. It had been lit. I've been waiting for my neighbors to put a fucking Trump flag outside so I could pull up. Yo, babe, bake some fucking muffins. I'm going next door. Introduce myself to the new homies in town. You motherfuckers is giving us chronic stress. PTSD. I just put out the clip last week. We got to pull up the clip. We got to pull up the clip. Hold on. Hold on. I just said this. And niggas called me crazy. I just said this. Where we at? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, right here. I keep this. I keep one. I keep this shit at the top of my profile. I keep this video right here at the top of my profile. Hold on. Let me fix it. Hold on. Um. All right. Watch this. A horror film. Yo, Instagram, you're, you're fucking Jordan Peele.
is trash. What are we doing? Would make history equals a horror film. And it made sense that Jordan Peele would make these black movies as a horror flick because that's exactly what black history is. It's a horror flick. They're not teaching black history. They're advertising and spreading, propagating, proliferating horror, black horror stories, black history. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? This is what's happening. This is what's happening. They give them titles. You see the title right here. This is the name of the next horror flick. The Chronicles of Being Black in a Rich White Suburb. Nobody did nothing aggressive to you. Nigga put a flag up and you scared. You should have called me up. I'd have brought my kids over. We could have all had a motherfucking play date. I would have mediated the conversation. Brittany, meet Earl. Earl, Brittany. Hey, guys, let's talk this out. What what happened to that? Why nobody want to talk shit out no more? Nobody want to talk shit out. You know why? Because it's all a fucking griff. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. And I'm about to show you why right now. It's all a motherfucking griff. It's a griff. She got to be griffing. She griffing on multiple levels, too. Because, look, here she... No, that's not her. That's the other chick complaining. Hold on. Where's her white zaddy? I might have to refresh. Where's her white zaddy? Because Brittany James is probably in the quotes. Hold on. Let me check the quotes. Let me check the quotes. There you go. I knew it. There you go. There she go. White Zaddy. This her husband. Chronicles of being black in a rich white suburb. You are married to the rich white suburb. What are you talking about, lady? You jumped a broom with 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 uh 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 Billy here. Huh? You jumped a broom with Billy, baby. Broom jumping Billy. Big back Bertha. <laughs> oh, baby. No, this ain't it. Right? So it's got to be a griff because you complain about being white. And then somebody caught her up because he said black family. They was like, this black family? We got issues, y'all. We got issues. I'm telling you, the black community's finished, man. It's a wrap. Let's, let's look at this one. Let's look at this one. Full shade towards you. I just see a lot of it's comments. Gotta like be this. a grip. Okay, this isn't like full shade towards you. I just see a lot of comments like this, and this was the most recent one, so I'm just responding to this one. When white people say shit like this, it isn't the serve they think it is. Like so it says, uh, I don't blame you for not trusting white people. I'm white, and I don't even trust other white people. So I guess that um, is some sort of way to be offended I guess I guess that's offensive to her let's 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 just see let's just see like you're a part of the problem fix your people what yo they on your side yo bro like when white people are like I'm white and white people do suck yeah 
you're probably a part of those said white people, so do something about it. The fuck? Also, I hate when white people try to validate me. Like, they're literally like, I'm white, but I agree. Bro, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't need validation from white people. Like, that's the last thing I need in my life. Like, I feel like white people always try. Nah, that's exactly what she wants. She definitely wants validation. That's why she's talking about this shit. That's why she's talking about this shit like that. If she didn't need it, it wouldn't be an issue to talk about it. But they miss. Like, and I feel bad for y'all. Not that bad, though, because your ancestors suck and you're stinky and evil. But bad enough where I want to call you out and tell you not to leave comments like this because it's crusty. Anyways, for all the bleach demons willing to learn, I see you. Bleach demons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord. Scripting season, because then the internet goes and pulls this up. Plot twist. Here she go. She got herself a little Bobby. Look at Bobby. She got herself a Billy too. She got herself a Billy too. Huh? She got herself one too. I don't seek white validation. I miss, I don't seek white validation. Here she is. Boo loved up. With the bleach demon. <laughs> Yo, black community is finished, man. I thought white people was finished, man. We all finished. It's a wrap, yo. It's a wrap, yo. Finito. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm I'm um I'm black pilled on y'all, but I'm I'm red pilled on um I'm white pilled on hoteps. I really feel like I've said this before, I've said this before, I've said this before, I said this before. In the future, we're going to live in two worlds. And some people are going to exist in both worlds. Some people are gonna mainly exist in this left wing radical left-wing world it's gonna be it everything that they showed you in the movies about what the future looks like and all the weird shit yeah best example is demolition man um but there is going to be two parallel economies and i'm very much white-pilled on hoteps um contributing to that economy in a great way. Uh, we got to start setting up shop, y'all, because it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You got to start set setting up shop. It's a wrap. Uh, why is that? Oh, all right. Um, all right, hold on. I got to pull these screens out. Hold on. Bing. I just got to connect these because I don't want to, when y'all call in, I don't want to have y'all information all on the screen and shit. All right, hold on. Let's go back. And here, is it, is it up on the screen now? Okay, good. You should see it now. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I just want to make sure you guys can see. Um. So, and, and who's this? Anthony. Well, now before we go to Anthony Cumia, 
Let's go here. Uh, this person here, just freshy, he says, this is so effed up. Didn't know Indians were that racist. So let's let's listen to the story, this, this young lady here. Do my Indian parents finally accept my half-black children? Let's get into it. So last I left... It's a ha eight. She got eight half-black children. That's a lot of kids. Heesh. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying, you know, it's a lot of damn babies. Um, off. I haven't spoken to my dad in over a decade. I think the last time I spoke to him was in 2013. I don't need him in my kids' lives. He disowned me a long time ago, or I felt he disowned me, even though I felt like he he wanted to communicate with me, but he didn't want to own up to the fact. Now, keep in mind. This 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 aggression, this act of aggression, allegedly from this, uh, you know, back the blue flag going up. Uh, it's quite different than this. This is this is this is quite different. You know, what troubles me is the fact that they try to lump these people in with black people. Like these people won't disown their own children for mixing with black people disowned. And everybody acts like this shit don't happen. Look at the brother here. He said, I didn't know Indians were that racist. What? What? That's appalling to me. Somebody who, who knows now are all Indians racist? No, obviously not. Right. Obviously not. There's a lot of great Indians. I got a lot of, I love, there's many Indian people I love, right? But just bad of all people. But that old guard, that, that, that last generation, previous generation, there's a lot of colorism on, um, on that land they call India. A lot of colorism. So when they, they, they complain about white people, I'm like, you guys act as if this is this thing is unique to white people. And that's my issue. This is not unique to white people. In fact, it's often when it does occur in other groups, worse when other groups practice racism. White people are the mildest form of racism until we begin to talk about progressive Democrat, socialist, communist policies. Then that is an act of aggression by white uh, uh, liberals, okay? Um, modern liberals, uh, neoliberals. Yeah, that's what, that's what we should call them, neoliberals. Um, anyway, she goes on in this video. I really don't want to hear her speak about this because she takes too long to tell the story. But basically, you know, she had a baby by a black man. Um, they had eight uh, children said that when when the baby came around, her mama said, you know, said to the baby, hi. And that was it. She said uh, her son got injured. And basically, uh, the mother was pretty dismissive uh, on that. You know, when she finally told her, hey, he's good, you know, out the hospital, her mom sent her a thumbs up, you know, days later, responding to that text. Um, but. This this video here is just a classic form of um, let's give it a good name. 
because everyone's racist. I mean, that's that's the issue. Nobody wants to admit that they're racist. We're all fucking racist, bro. You all want the preservation of your of your kind, of your people. You don't want to watch your people disappear. And that's what all this. That's what the race conversation is about. It's about preservation of race. It's not about attacking others. It's about there's scarce, scarce amount of goods and resources on this planet. And if you don't get to the pot, you might be hungry. That's what all this boils down to. But it is unique to the darker complected people. It's unique to even amongst it is it is it is so much so that even amongst the darker complected people, they practice anti-blackness as as some what some of these some of these people might call it anti-blackness right i'm gonna fix my camera there um so anti-blackness and you know i was talking to somebody um was talking to my um my nephew and um i told him i said man black people finish man you know we done we got we're a conquered people we have been conquered. We don't even have our own language. We we have amnesia. And we got knocked upside the head and we got amnesia. But so much so that we hate ourselves. That's how that's how ruthless that colonization was. Much of it, much of it due to Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon Bonaparte. Much of it due to Napoleon. Ruthless ruler. Napoleon, nobody, there's a few people that hated black people more than Napoleon Bonaparte. I don't know if you guys know that. I should probably do a deep dive into Napoleon's racism. But there was a, a deep, deep, deep desire to remove and colonize the people. And, 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 and essentially, you know, you might ask yourself, well, why, right? Why? Well, when you have a place that has that's absolutely beautiful, like let's say the the island of Jamaica, a beautiful island, and it has all these great resources and people, and it's two ways to take over, right? Is basically one would be try to wipe out the entire population, and that's just a lot of work. It's gruesome. It's just way too work, and it's not really beneficial. It's not really long term thing. It's very short term thinking. You know, better thinking is let's actually colonize these people. Let's make them worship our gods. Let's make them use our religion um, and let's make them one of us. That's what modern liberalism is. Make them one of us. Make black people one of us. NAACP, make black people a part of white people. Bring black people into white spaces. Being white is elite. You know, where's the talk of establishing uh, a language for black people. There is no talk of that. You can't be, you cannot be a nation of people and speak English. You can't do that. You cannot, you know, everybody want to talk about nation building, nation building, nation building. You cannot speak the language of the, of the colonizer. You can't speak the colonizer's language. We speak the colonizer's language until, and then, you know, I, I was speaking to uh, my nephew, and he was like, well, you know, I don't speak Spanish. I'm like, Spanish is the first colonizer's language. That's when they landed down there in South America and all of that. And, 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 and the Portuguese, that's colonized too, right? 
it just matters, you know, who, 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 you know, who was colon, who was colonizing. So you speak the white man's language, whether it's Haiti and, a, and it's derived from French or you live uh, in, in the Germanic countries like the West or, uh, you know, or you speak an African language or you speak an African language. But they, they, that's the thing. These people, they like to pick and choose when they are African. Oh, I was brought here from Africa. Oh, wait, now nah, I wasn't brought here from Africa. I was a slave. So give me reparations. This is the time that they're wrong. It's abs it's absolutely abhorrent, abhorrent, this type of behavior, this type of thinking. Ugh. Ugh. So moral of the story is black people have been in order to establish that black people are a colonized people. Well, is there let me see if I can pull up this video because I have a very good example of I think it was the Anthony Kumia tweet. Let me pull that up. And I can show you exactly what I'm talking about here. Hold on. Um where is that? I know Kamar Kamar tagged me in a shout out to Kamar. Here we go. KD repair. Shout out to Kamar. If you need a computer, hit the link in the description box below. He make the streaming machines. People are like, yo, how do I stream? How do I stream? Get you a streaming machine. Link in the description box below. Kamar. Um KD repair. Uh, okay, let's play this up. So Anthony Camilla says any and every black country has been better off under white rule. If you're mad, prove me wrong. So let's 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 go here. Let's go here. All right. Da, da, da. So we see uh, the royal family comes and visits the island and everybody rolls out the red carpet for them and all of that. And I just told you, we're talking about speaking English. This is the royal family. You speak English. All right. It's the main language. And they say Jamaica was 100% better under British rule. And they say it as if Jamaica is still not under British rule. You know, it's 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 very 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 odd. Um, you know, it's as if as if as if Jamaica isn't under Western control via the IMF. But anyway, um, my issue with this video is um, it's just ignorant, right? It's just ignorant. It like it 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 basically debunks itself. Jamaica was 100% better under British rule, but the video debunks itself, right? Because if you wanted to do this in chronology, you would first have to show me video footage of Jamaican people before the British arrived. 
once we have that we look at okay you bring the clip up royal family visits everybody puts on their sunday's best whatever whatever right and then now you look and jamaica's all toe up but what it looks like to me is after british rule shit was fucked up <laughs> like you fucked it up <laughs> like you created this the west created this much of it was created literally um by monetary uh policy you know you guys know how how the uh economic hitmen work you know how the economic hitmen work it was an economic hit job and then you know it's just it's just really weird when people post these videos like gotcha because it's just like bro you you, you post a video that debunked itself all this is like posts y'all coming in this is y'all roads this is y'all buildings y'all made this so it's really weird when people do that but but going back going back i want to show y'all something right hold on hold on i don't want to Come on, Elon. You booty. Elon, so booty. All right, here we go. I want I want you to see the black family. See that? Good upstanding Negroes. I think that's Colin Powell. I could be wrong, though. You know what I mean? Good, clean, good, clean folk. All right? What I wanted to show here was the progression, the progression of how things used to be, how people used to be, you know, very clean and worried about the family. It's like we've gotten away from that. We've gotten away from order. Now it's all about disorder. Can't say what a woman is. You know, you can't you can't call it breastfeeding anymore. Now it's called chest feeding. Like, where are we at, bro? There's no order. So, you know, when we're talking about, you know, racism, it comes in, in, in many forms. It comes in many forms, as you'll see there, which is this is probably a good time for me to segue into Nick, Nick Fuentes and the N word. Let's let's go. Let's just go right there. What's you, you want me to say it? Yeah. Well, well, you can say it. Yeah. Say it. Come on, man. I want you to say, say it. it. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's you that? You want me to say it? Yeah. 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 Say it. Yeah. Is anyone going to hit me if I say it? No. Come on, Nick. What you got? All right, nigger. Wait. Look at shorty right here in the middle. Look at shorty face in the middle. She like, what What did we just allow? Good, sensible black woman right there. She's like, wait, what, what, what's, what's happening here? Like, what am I a part of? Look at her face. She's confused. She's like, wait, what? Why did we just allow this? <laughs> Oh, 
So Nick Cannon drops the N-word. But like I've always told people, you know, um, N-word passes have a have a radius. N-word that, you know, somebody has to give it to you. And 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 Nick, he, he cleared it with with the black people in the room. Not all of them, because Shorty, you know, didn't seem like she signed up for all of that. But uh, the rest of them, they said, "Go ahead, white zaddy, say it, turn me on." That's what she said. Say it, and he says it with the hard R. But like I always said, and where it passes, they got a certain zip code to them. They not, it's not good. You know, he might be, he might be uh, yellow light in some areas just for this clip. You know, he go in the wrong area. He might get popped on because people saw this. I don't know. I don't know. But he's, he's definitely yellow light after that. Um, I don't give out N-word passes. I don't, I don't, you know, you, you know, you feel like you got to say the word, you know, it's whatever, I guess. You know, um, I don't feel like people need, you know, I don't feel like people need permission. You know, nobody should nobody. I, I, I shouldn't be the person you come to for permission to say something. If you feel like saying something, bro, you're a grown ass individual. Do not ask me for a pass. Say the shit. Get the shit up. If it means that fucking much to you, say the shit. But don't ask me for an word pass. That's corny. That's corny. It's real corny. Be a grown man, stand on your 10 toes and just say the shit, you know. But Nick Fuentes, he does a respectful thing. I mean, when you're in the presence of women, you know, you definitely want to uh, you know, get consent for all types of fucking, you know, behavior and belligerent shit you might say. Right. So, you know, you 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 get consent. And, and if they say, hey, you know, you could say the N word, then that's on them. That's on the people at that table having fun at that time if they found that to be entertaining, you know, it's entertaining. I think it's fucking hilarious, actually. I think it's I think it's fucking hilarious. You got Nick Fuentes up there on fresh and fit with a bunch of black girls around him, and they told him to say the N-word, and he said it. This is great, this is great fucking TV. Good job, fresh and fit. This is great fucking TV. Great TV, Nick Fuentes. Then we have more. Um, why does it? Why does it do that? Uh, hold on. Where is it? Uh, oh, is it down here? Is that here? It go. Here go, shorty kissing him on the cheek. Black woman kissing Nick Fuentes on the cheek. <clears throat> Black women on trial today. Black women on trial today. Y'all got a lot of violations. Now, we, you know, I just hate to group everybody together, especially my black queens. Especially my black queens, but damn. <laughs> but I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. This is how we act. This is how my people act. And this is why I be this is why I'm absolutely perplexed by conservatives when they say things about black people like, oh, you know, we're racist and we're beating up your kids at school. I'm like, 
That's Nick Fuentes, and that's a black liberal kissing him on the cheek, bro. These people love white people, yo. They fucking love you. Black people are a loving fucking people to a fucking fault. So loving, you, you let the enemy in the back door. And here it is, giving out that zaddy love. She got that zaddy love. Kissing Nick Fuentes, black woman kissing Nick Fuentes on the cheek. Now, this is, like I said, Nick Fuentes, this is, this is a great win for him. You know, if I'm Nick Fuentes, we, got, we popping bottles tonight. We popping bottles, man. It's a great win for him. That's This is great PR. This is great fucking PR. You can no longer call him a racist. He's got this picture of this black girl kissing him on the cheek, and he looks happy. It's like a happy guy. You know? This, this, is, this, is, this is what America was about. This, this, you know, it has a warm side. This, this photo also has a warm side to it. It also has a warm... This is what America wanted for us. This is what it wanted. Freedom of choice. But I just find it ironic. There's always black women doing this shit, but always black women complaining about the racism and stuff in the world. But every time we turn around, they love that white zaddy. So I just want to make sure everybody's clear on that. White conservatives, I want them to make sure that they are clear that black people want to love you. Through and through, the majority of black people want to love white people. They really do. They honestly really want to love white people. And the more racist you are, the more they want to love you. And the more they want you to love them. And actually, there's nothing technically wrong with that. It's stupid, but it's very beautiful, too. It's very cute and shit. Okay, it's very cute that black people want to fucking love on everybody, even though everybody's like, I'll disown my daughter if she dates one of you niggas. You know, there's a black woman out there is going to go and kiss that motherfucker right on the cheek. Take your daughter back. Hell, but damn. Damn. Nick, he winning. <laughs> Nick is winning. <laughs> Don DeMarco for Nick Fuentes, man. <laughs> Last thing I'm going to say about this, and then we're going to look at some more. Um, we're going to look at the Mar-a-Lago clip. Um, people also try to pass off there's no such thing as white privilege. This is white privilege. White privilege is when you can be a white racist allegedly a white nationalist a white supremacist and a black woman to still love you hotep you're a genius hotepjesus.com when you could be a white supremacist and a black woman would still love you that is white privilege that should be the definition we got to put that in urban dictionary white privilege and white supremacy when you can be a white supremacist and still have a black woman to love you is white privilege. That's what that is, white privilege. Put that in the Urban Dictionary. Somebody go put it up there. I'll get everybody to go upvote it. But that's white supremacy. When you when you can be a white supremacist or a white nationalist and have a black woman love you and still have a black woman love you is white privilege. It's white people can't validate white privilege. Black people got to validate white privilege. If you're the underclass, you have to... You have to recognize that. So there's black people that are actually validating this idea of white privilege. And it's this. If I was on the show, 
Them bitches wouldn't, she wouldn't be kissing me on the cheek. I went to Fresh and Fit. I ain't got no pictures of no bitch kissing me on the motherfucking cheek. And I was on the show a bunch of times. Huh? I was on the show a bunch of times. I ain't got no picture of no chick kissing me on the cheek. I guess I had to be white. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> it's hard out here for the black man, yo. One time for the black man. It's Dab July. It's Dab July. They the black man, white liberal, black liberal. You always talking about racism, but we never will see you with black guys. You hate black men. You hate black men. And you know what's funny? That's what this this picture, and I'm not saying this girl and Nick Fuentes, but that's what this picture represents. You know, two groups of people, two different demographics who both hate black men, who hate straight black men. White nationalists and white supremacists hate black men. And, and these black women hate black men. These new black women, these, these, I don't know, you know, bougie blacks, new blacks, these new blacks, these new blacks. This is the shit that they on. So don't tell me there's no such thing as white privilege. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. This is white privilege. When you could be a white supremacist and still have a black woman love you. When these, when these black women talk about white privilege, they're talking about their white husband. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. When black women talk about white supremacy and the white patriarchy, they are talking about their husband. Their life partner, the person they do life with, the person they lay in bed with. This is what they do. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Sleeping with the enemy. Sleeping with the enemy. You let them tell it. They tell. They say, you know, it's 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 the white man's the devil. Look at right here. Nick Fuentes. Twerking on Nick Fuentes. Again, I've been on Fresh and Fit. No black girl ever twerked on me. I ain't getting no twerk. Nick Fuentes goes up there. They twerking on Nick. Anything for the white zaddy. Don't tell me white privilege don't exist when I'm looking at it. The media could label you a white nationalist. You could go on the podcast, have a black woman give you an N-word pass, say the N-word, <laughs> and they still going to kiss and twerk on you. Nick Floyd says you the fucking man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Matrix, yo. The Matrix is full of surprises. The Matrix is full of fucking surprises, man. This is this is great. It's great to be a white man. It's really fucking great to be a white man in America. I'm vicariously living through Nick Fuentes right now. You know? If I was if I was a white kid, Nick Fuentes would be my god too. <laughs> if I was a young, impressionable white kid, you know, I'd probably follow Nick Fuentes too. Look at this. You know, you want to follow the guy who's got big booty twerking next to him and bitches kissing on him. That's like, you know, Andrew Tate shit. You know, this is and this is what Nick needs. We need to see Nick around some women. Nick, we need to see you around more women, bro. 
Every time we see you around dudes, we need to see you around some women. All right? America first needs some titties in it. It's my request. <laughs> Let's get some America first titties. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, man. Right, let's go to the Mar-a-Lago story, man. Let's see what's going on in Mar-a-Lago. I didn't get a chance to listen to this shit. Seems like dry snitching to me. You mean you're Trump in person? Well, it's unbelievable, you know, because these are my two heroes. Yeah. And I've said that forever. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not like a bandwagoner. Like, Trump is my number one hero. I think he's one of the greatest Americans that ever lived. Same thing with Ye. I mean, he's been a personal hero and inspiration. And so here I am. Was it weird, like, being on one side to defeat the other? Yes. Okay. I mean, that was the weirdest part about yeah. it. Be my mom's birthday, too. Because Take a picture for us. Who's there at that dinner? <laughs> oh, okay. So... We pull up to Mar-a-Lago, we go to the patio, and yeah. it's, um, so I'm sitting here, you're sitting where Trump was, Okay. and here's Ye, and then here's this other guy uh, whose name I forget, and then over here is Karen, Karen Giorno, who's this Zio person, oh, sure, political yeah. operator. Of course. Yeah, cha-ching. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> See? See? See, he bugging. There he go bugging, talking about my good people again, talking about the chosen ones. See? There you go messing up again. Shout out to YouTube. What up, YouTube? Shout out to Rumble. Got my Rumblers here. I see y'all. I see my Rumblers up here. 309 over there watching on Rumble. What up, Rumble? Uh, let's go, Brandon. Say he doesn't hate anyone. Yeah, I don't think Nick hates anybody. We're going to open up phone lines in a little bit. Papa Hotep said he said the N-word in them sisters' drawers was like Splash Mountain. Exactly. Nick isn't racist. I know, but he's, the, you know, he's the, the, the icon of it, though. He's still the icon of it, right? Why are you calling Nick a white supremacist when he's not? He's the prototypical whites. He's not, like, we're not literally calling Nick a white supremacist. You know, it's like when we call people grifters, we're not exactly calling him a grifter. We just saying like he's getting his grift on. It's more like a, you know, a thing. Um, but Nick does lead a white nationalist group, though. I'm not saying he's racist. Um, Holly Edomite said Nick is 100 percent racist. That's his whole thing. And he hates Jews. Yeah, it's it's not good to hate Jews. And, and you know, he, he, he's got to really relax on the Jewish stuff. I can't condone that. He's, he's really got to do better with that. So the, so this is the table. And it's very it's about as big as this table, maybe even smaller. Yeah. And it's Thanksgiving. It's two days before Thanksgiving. It's also and I told you on this this on the plane because I'm a little autistic about the dates. I said, you know, it's kind of weird. This is the day Kennedy was killed. November 22nd, oh, shit. 22. OK, it's also weird. The numerology because Donda two came out on two twenty two twenty two February 22nd, 22. Oh, wow. And then the dinner was. 11 22 22 so just kind of weird how the dates lined up it's my mom's birthday too mm. fucking crazy there you go yeah we're wow. gonna talk about kennedy as well guys don't worry yeah, yeah. my dog um came to my house that day fuck your dog nigga. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry, sorry. So, uh, okay so so you're there 11 22 damn why you just shit on fresh like that <laughs> said fuck your dog <laughs> wow um 22 
So, yeah. Right. So it's two days before Thanksgiving and they had a Thanksgiving special for us. Oh, you sure. know, so, okay. so they give us the menu, but they say we got Thanksgiving turkey and uh, stuffing and mashed potatoes. And so we order and everything. <laughs> and initially, uh, it's funny because I noticed that Trump is trying to do the black voter pitch. It was almost kind of like secondhand embarrassment because it's okay. like you're talking to the number one rock star in the 21st century. Yeah. And he's telling him, like, hey, how about these opportunity zones? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> come on, man. It's like that Jonah Hill movie. You yeah, see yeah, that, yeah. you know, those you people. It was yeah, like that yeah, yeah. with the parents. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Come on, know? man. He's not that kind of black person. You know, he's yeah. not he's not Larry Elder, you know. Yeah. And um so and the thing is, Ye is very shy. I don't know if you know this, but oh, okay. this is one of the most endearing things about him because he's a real human being. Yeah. You know, as as much as he has this ego, which is deserved, you know, and I love. Yeah. He's also a little shy, a little anxious, apprehensive, I noticed, which which I like because it shows that he's a there's a real guy in there. Yeah. And anyway, so he's kind of quiet. I, I could tell he's maybe a little nervous. He's a little shy. And so he's not really talking. And Trump gives him the iPad and says, oh, you know. We have the music here. This iPad controls the music. Pick any one of your songs you like. And Ye puts on Say You Will from 808s. Okay. And then he switches. He puts on Stronger, I think, because that's his number one most streamed song. Yeah. And anyway, so so we all start getting more comfortable. Trump starts talking to this guy next to me. And then me and Trump have this long back and forth for like, I would say like 30 or 45 minutes. Because, oh. you know, Ye's not really talking too much. This other guy's not so interesting. Karen... Trump doesn't like Karen because there's history there. Mm-hmm. Um, and course. so me and Trump are just going back and forth. We're having this, like, great conversation. What y'all talk about? So if you, could, if you could. Yeah, totally. So we talked about True Social and Twitter. Elon Musk had just bought Twitter. And ah, so okay. he's asking me what he think about that. And I and I'm start rattling off stats and facts. And he's real impressed. And then, you know, we had this big strategy meeting the day before, me, yay, and this other guy. And and I was telling Ye how we're going to beat Trump on the debate stage. And I, I swear I knew this was going to happen. I knew that Ye was going to tell me to say that to him. And I'm thinking, please don't make me say that. Like, because that's our strategy. Like, that's our playbook. But, you know, he's like so childlike and eager. Like, he just wants yeah. to say it. And yeah. I'm like, bro, like, that's our playbook. We can't yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. So he's pressing me. He's like, no, tell, tell me what you were saying the other day. And I saw and Trump is like, you know, go ahead, you know, tell me. And I said, I said, well, I said, Mr. President, I said, I think you're like the greatest American that ever lived. I said, I'm just a 20 at that time, 20. I'm still 24, I guess. I'm just a 24 year old guy. I think you're the greatest American. I love. I'm still 24. He he felt like he aged and shit. (laughs) Yo. Nick Fuentes has leveled up so much after the yay shit, he 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 thought he had another birthday. <laughs> He's like, wait, I'm still the same age. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, let's go back. Of you, like, I got nothing to say to you other than thank you. I'm not here to criticize you. And he says, no, no, come on. Don't be bashful. Tell me. And so I start telling him about DeSantis. I said, you got to attack DeSantis. I said, this guy's a oh, traitor. Okay. I said, and you know what? I said, all these influencers are stabbing you in the back right now. I said, these, all these Twitter influencers, because this was a couple days after he called DeSantis to sanctimonious for the first time. Ah, okay. And everyone was giving him heat for that. Yeah. I said, don't listen to them. I said, you are right. I said, and he deserves that and then some. I said, because you are the reason DeSantis is governor. I said, and the only reason that he didn't say on the debate stage that he was going to serve his full term is because he's going to challenge you. I said, so your statement 
And what you said at the rally, I said, I love that. Like, that's what we need to see more of. I said, because you know what? I said, my favorite moment was the first primary debate in 2015, August 15, the Fox News debate. I said, the first question Brett Baer asked, he said, uh, raise your hand if you are not going to take the pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. Because Trump had been saying, if I don't win, I'm going to run as an independent yeah. and give it to Clinton. And Trump raised his hand as like a big F you. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And everybody, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. And Trump goes, you know, I perfectly understand the question. He goes, I have a lot of leverage. And, you know, if I'm going to run, I'll run as a Republican. But otherwise, I, I got a lot of leverage as an independent. I said, and in that moment, I said, you were willing to let the GOP die. I said, and I love that because we're here for you. I said, we're not here for Kevin McCarthy. I said, we're not here for Ron and McDaniel, the Republicans. I said, we love you. We support you. I said, and this midterm stuff, I said, even your speech, your your um, announcement speech, I said, we want that old Trump back. We support you as a guy because you're an outsider. You're America first. And that really resonated with him. He's like, oh, okay. He goes, this guy's hardcore. This guy really gets me. He, says, he, yeah. does, he does this point he's a, he's like a, he does a sideways yeah. point. This guy gets this me. Guy really gets this me. guy gets me. Yeah. He goes, hey, you're he hardcore. Yeah, yeah, he understands the issues. Yeah. That Trump voice. Yeah. <laughs> Art of the deal. Yo, man. Yeah, sorry, so, continue. So anyway, so that, that was the gist of our back and forth. But then the dinner changes when, <laughs> you know, because then Ye and, and Trump are talking and I can't talk too much about that conversation. I can tell you afterward, it'll blow your yeah. fucking mind. But Tell you afterwards. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, so before, but so, so that's going on. And Karen is kind of like kicking Ye under the table, like, hey, remember what you're here to ask him? Because we set it up. He actually wrote uh, the, I mean, not not like a setup. I mean, Ye was planning on asking him to be his vice president. Right. You know, everybody says we set Trump up to like yeah. get him in trouble. We didn't. Yeah. What we wanted to do was Ye wanted to ask him to be his running mate. Yeah. That was literally. So this is, how, this is what you were originally telling before, before, before I, I want to get more yes, information right, right. before we got here. Okay. Yeah. So continue. Sorry. So, you know, so he asked him to be my running mate. Yeah. So, well, and even before the dinner, I mean, the, the famous tweet where he says, um, I forget what he said. He said, you know, Rainey, uh, I can't believe I kept the president waiting and I'm wearing jeans. How do you think he's going to take it when I ask him to be my running mate? That is very yay. That is very nay. He published it after, but he wrote it before. He was going to publish it before. Uh, okay. So anyway, so Karen's kicking him under the table. Like, hey, remember what you came here to ask him? Mm -hmm. And so yay says, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you be my running mate in 2024? And Trump, like, I thought he'd be, like, kind of jocular and, oh, ha, 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 you know, whatever. He got pissed. Oh, really? And I, He's my right wrong. hand of God, okay. like, I am not even exaggerating a little bit at all. <clears throat> I, for some reason, I knew this wasn't going to happen, but I was, like, afraid. Like, he was going to punch me. Whoa, he was that angry. I swear. Like, Shit. and, you know, obviously that wasn't going to happen. I mean, it wasn't, like, physically. Was but this towards the end of the conversation? Yeah, this is okay, at the this very so end. Okay, this after you showed your support, yes. everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. And, like, I, he was exuding so much. And this is what everybody says about him, and I learned it that day. This guy's, like, no joke when it comes to the art of the deal, negotiation. Like, he's a master of dealing with people. You know, and, and so he he changes posture, he crosses his arms, leans forward, and he says to Ye, he goes, 
you know what? He goes, you can win at a lot of things. He goes, and you can do your music and everything, but you shouldn't run. You'll never win at this. You can't, you think you can win at this? You can't win at this. Oh shit. Yeah. And then he, and I was like, whoa. Oh fuck. And he turns to me (laughs) and he goes, he goes, you're a pretty smart guy. He goes, I know you work for him, but go ahead. Tell him he can't win. Go ahead. Tell him. I know you're a smart guy. Wow. And and I'm looking at him and I'm looking at Yay. Talk about a predicament, right? Yo. I'm like, I don't know what's you know, like, <laughs> oh. right there. He said, wow. "Yo, I'm playing games. You're not winning. Sorry." Wow. Yeah. I mean, technically, Trump right, yo. Like, unless you unless you sign up for one of the two major parties, is you really do you really have a chance of getting elected as president of the United States? You got to run into you know you either blood or crip. You either blood or crip. Which one are you gonna pick? You either repping the blue flag or you repping the red flag. Either you a Democrat or you a Republican. So, you know, yay trying to run independent. Even when Trump talked about it, he said, you know, I'll run independent just to sabotage, you know, the Clinton race or whatever. He didn't say I'm going to run independent and win. He said, I'll go independent and sabotage somebody else. <clears throat> split the split the vote. That's how the anti-Mason party got taken out. They picked up the same talking points. You know, while the anti-Mason party was picking up a lot of steam. But yeah, the, the, I don't, you know, I don't think Ye can win because of the infrastructure you need behind a presidential election. Um, All the way to the tentacles attached to the electors. We, we, we don't forget we have an electoral college. Your name has to be on the ballot. Somebody's got to do the I mean, how does Yay set up a national campaign infrastructure? I mean, the GOP and, and the, the Democrats have established chapters in all the states and they have chapters in counties and municipalities and. That's a lot of infrastructure. You don't just build that type of infrastructure overnight. You can't just get that. You just can't get that from the Internet. So Trump's like technically right where, you know, he doesn't think Ye could win. I don't think Ye could win either unless if Ye ran Republican. I think if Ye ran Republican and the GOP got behind him, he could win. (laughs) But he would need the GOP behind him. They would have to be okay with that. That's how our country works. Well, wow. and I left this part out. So even before he said that, he told three stories and they all had a very clear point. And it was not subtle at all. Trump is like a <laughs> genius at this. It was so masterful. So, yeah, it's, you know, indicates that he's going to run. What are the three stories? You don't have to tell, say yeah, specifically. I'll just list them off. Well, well, OK, go ahead. It was a story about, uh, I think, Kodak Black, who got freed and was it? Oh, yes, Sweden? he pardoned him yeah. for his felon charge. Yeah. So it's Kodak uh, Black. Possession. Yeah. yeah, and it was the uh, basketball player in China who got charged, and he secured oh, that guy's release. Lonzo Ball, Levar no, Ball, Levar Ball's son. Okay, Angelo Ball. Okay, Jello, Jello, Jello. Yeah, Lee Angelo Ball, Jello. Yeah, right, there you go. You, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was those two, and it was a story about Alice Johnson. And the story went something. So he starts out, and he goes, "I'm not going to tell the full thing, but this is a gist." So he goes, "Yeah, yeah, you know." He goes, are you still with your wife? You know, you still, are you still attracted to her? You still love her? And he's like, yeah, of course, you know? And he goes, I want you to tell her that she's a disgusting human being. He goes, 
exact words. Whoa. To Kim K? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he right, though. <laughs> she is a disgusting human being. Sorry. Well, but here, here was a justification. He goes, because you know what? He goes, I freed Alice Johnson. And then she goes and endorses Biden. She's a disgusting human being. I want you to tell her I said that. He goes, I was like. That's his wife. That's his ex-wife. Then he goes in a story about Kodak Black, and oh, he okay. goes, "He meant Kim K." Or did he mean Kim K too? Uh when which? What do you mean? No, Kanye's current wife, which is no the ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. Okay, so I know. Point, they're, they're broken up. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. So he cool. said Kim K is disgusting. Yeah. And then who's the other person? Alice Johnson. And it, they freed Alice Johnson. Alice Kim Kardashian helps secure Alice Johnson. Okay, all right, there we go. Sense. Okay, because I knew I remember that she went to the White House to right. to, to pardon somebody, but I didn't know who it was. Alice Johnson that yeah. she got pardoned. And so he basically okay. said, like, I I would never have released her if if I knew Kim would have endorsed Biden. And then there we go. Okay. So th- this is the, the moral of the story. Next story about Kodak Black. He goes, you know, I freed Kodak Black, and he told the whole story. And by the way, this is the other thing that was, like, jarring. This is what made me think he was going to hit us, <laughs> is because the whole conversation was so cordial, he starts telling these stories and starts dropping F-bombs, like every other word, like a <laughs> mafia boss. He goes yeah. in, and he's like, you know, so I told this fucking motherfucker this. And I'm like, this is the president. Like, and you've heard him swear at the rallies. It's kind of kitschy. Yeah. But this is like yeah, some yeah, serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Trump casino. It's like yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, just to the story is, I would have never freed Kodak Black if I knew how disloyal he was, that he went and said all this nasty stuff after I got him freed. Are you serious? He mm-hmm. did? Yeah. Wow. Same thing after China. He said about the uh, and and this one was it's even not easy better. to get a presidential pardon either. No. Yeah. Well, and and that's what Trump said is that yeah. he went to great yeah. lengths to secure yeah. his release because you know, these guys were in real trouble. What was Kanye doing when he was coming at him like that? Was he just sitting there like? Well, remember he didn't. He wasn't with Kim no more. He's like, yeah, she probably is a fucking. No, but you could tell he was visibly angry, right? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it was it's it's one of these like power plays, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how these political people are like they're not. It wasn't imminently obvious in that moment that that like he was attacking us, that he was sending a very veiled threat. Yeah, I think by the end, it was pretty apparent what was going on, because in the moment we're like, whoa, he just switched up and is telling this really weird story all of a sudden. But by the end of it, we're like, oh, that's what he meant. Mm. And so the third story was about the basketball player. And he said, you know, the basketball player was brought out on the tarmac, you know, because the president was there for the revolution's anniversary or something, big state visit, a lot yeah. of flags and everything. And so he's, and this happened at the same time. And Trump said that the Chinese would. It says ASAP Rocky, not, um, not a uh, Kodak black. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was like, I don't remember Kodak black doing that not free this guy at the same time that Trump left because they said you're not going to embarrass the president leaving at this you disgrace you're not going to leave the same time he leaves on this big state visit and so Trump says that after his plane took off the Chinese brought the basketball player on the tarmac and slapped him across the face really? the Chinese official did oh wow and said you embarrass the president don't you dare embarrass the president wow and Trump said and you know, the father goes out and thanks everybody other than me. Trump said, I never would have pardoned him. I would have let him rot in China wow. if I knew they were going to do that. Wow. Now, what's the moral of the story in all these cases? They backstabbed him. Disloyal black guys where Trump did him a favor and he and these people embarrassed him and stabbed him in the back. 
And it's like, and obviously that's relevant to the later conversation about, you know, will you be my running will mate? Will you be my running mate? And okay. someone Trump says, you know, you you can't win this and that. And then he basically threw us out. He's like, what time's your flight? You know, I'll walk you out. It's right across the street. Wow. And then refused to take a picture with Yay. Oh, shit. Because across the uh, the other side of the dining room was that they said the richest banking family in Switzerland or Germany was having dinner. This is Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yay, yay. Come get a picture with us. And they said, we want a picture with both. And Trump refused. He's like, oh, you get a picture. He wouldn't get in the picture with yay after that. He was cool with me. He came up to me and shook my hand. He's like, yeah. and he said, I'll see you soon. You're really, you know, he said so he really liked me. He was just mad at yay, I think. Damn. Or maybe Karen. What, what, um, wow. Fuck. What, what was the Secret Service doing? My question, what the fuck were they doing all this time? Were they there? Obviously. I didn't even really notice them, to be honest. Okay. I mean, yeah, everyone criticized Trump for saying, like, wow, they just let anybody in Mar-a-Lago. And, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we just walked through the front door. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I wasn't paying super close attention. I was kind of nerding out. Yeah, 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 of course. So did Kanye react at all to this? Did he ever say, like, yo, like, relax, like, don't talk to me like that? Or was it just like, I'm just take this on the chin? He was really taking it on the chin. Okay. He was really being diplomatic. Wow. Um, And I, I think he was... um. We were all just kind of taken Taking aback. Back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. it was so shocking because because here we are. I mean, it has weight to be there in his presence. Oh, the, yeah. This, he's, a, his house. he's a man, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and for him to switch up like that and just bring this intensity zero to 100. I think we were all like we got in the car. We were like, what the what just happened? Yeah. Like, we were all like, yo, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he, he became a billionaire for a reason. You know what I mean? He mm -hmm. became wildly successful for a reason. He became president for a reason. So. I mean, but damn, I mean, I, I will say this as a guy that used to work for the government uh, before, you know, as you guys know, used to be with uh, Homeland, whatever. It is very difficult to, to get a presidential pardon. Rarely ever but, happens. But didn't, and, he, didn't he also pardon ASAP Rocky as well? Uh, you know what? It might have been about ASAP Rocky. So, yeah, I think, I think Quata, I got him confused. I, think, I don't think Quota was, was disloyal. I think he actually picked up Trump. I think he yeah. was the one that was kind of like, whatever. Right, I think you might be right. Yeah, I'm getting mixed it was, up. It, okay. I think you're right. It was ASAP Rocky. He, did, he yeah. did pardon Kodak too. So yeah. Oh, okay, fresh is right. Okay, so both it was, of them, right? So okay, so it was, was ASAP that he pardoned that uh, turned yeah. his back. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of them. The one that got he was like caught with a knife, I think, in Scandinavia. That's yeah, it. yeah. That's so it was ASAP Rocky. Oh, ran his uh, yeah. current was, when he, when baby he, daddy. Oh, what, oh, it was when he got arrested in Europe. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was when he got arrested in Europe. Mm -hmm. Him and his uh, entourage beat up a dude. Beat up a dude. Yeah. That's and right. Then, yeah. And then, okay, he so arrested. he was pissed off. You know what? That makes that makes more sense. I mean, Who's his wife? Rihanna, liberal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, of course, you gonna say Biden. Listen, Monica Kodak. Yeah, he's loyal, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say because, bro. Yeah, Because yeah. on my head, I was like, damn, did Kodak really switch up on Trump? Because to get someone pardoned federally, and remember, guys, he went in for um. <laughs> All right, all right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. I want to get to the IQ question, but first, yo, Nick Chatty Patty, yo. Nick Chatty Patty, Nick. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if that, that was a, a, a smart idea of you to, 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 to do this in this interview and tell what happened at dinner like that. Maybe it's just, you know, he's just young. Like you said, he's 24, so you're, like, you're super excited, so you want to tell somebody this story. But um, I've been I've been at dinner tables with some very interesting people. I don't even want to tell people who I've been at the dinner table with. You know, if I told you, you'd be like, "What?" You know. Um, but I've been, you know, had some really cool people. Had dinner with some really cool, high-profile people, and um, I don't talk about it. 
I don't talk about what was said. I turn my phone down. I, you know, I turn my phone off sometimes, uh, especially when I'm around high profile people. I'm not recording. I'm nobody taking no selfies or nothing like that. You know, this is this is the, this is the way we on. You know, so I, you know, I. <laughs> this is a little chatty patty, Nick. It's a little chatty patty right here. You know, I don't, I don't know if I could. Uh, you know, I don't know if I could have drinks with Nick. You know, I don't know if I could have drinks with Nick because it's like you gonna are you gonna run to the next show and like, you know, I could see maybe maybe if you had beef with these people now, like if you had beef with Yay or you know Trump says some bad shit about you or something like that, like I don't. This seems a little disloyal to Yay, or maybe Yay gave him authorization to tell this story or Trump did or it's harmless. And I'm looking too much too much into it, but to me it's very chatty patty, man. You know, it's very chatty patty. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it just, it felt like everybody was grifting off Ye because after Ye came out, after they finished working with Ye, then it was like, oh, let me tell you all the stories about working with Ye. I mean, monetize that relationship. If I had a relationship with Ye like that, I probably wouldn't be taking interviews. If, in fact, if somebody was like, hey, what was it like working with Ye? I'd be like, yo, you want to talk to me about Ye? Why don't you go interview Ye? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, you're not about to interview me about another man. My, 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 um, my masculinity is set up a little bit different. You're not about, you're not about to ask me a million questions about working, you know what I mean, working for another man. That's just not going to happen. I'm going to tell you, yo, he was cool. You know what I mean? He gave me a compliment. And we we've been cordial ever since, but um, I don't know, Chad. I think this is a little chatty patty. Am I wrong? He said, "Yeah, you already spoke about this." Oh, okay, okay. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, there are things he refused to get into. I will give him that. I will give him that. He said, y- "You think Yay still cool with Nick?" I would think so too. I don't think I don't see why not. He said, "Yay talked about this on after on, on Alex Jones." Okay, okay, okay. He said, "What's the harm? Like this doesn't really hurt Yay or Trump. Not to you, <laughs> not to you. <laughs> I see, I see, uh, I see vulnerabilities in both personalities from that story, you know. But I'm I'm somebody, you know. I think different though. I'm always thinking like." A dictator of a country so when i get intel on people i'm you know i see vulnerabilities i see strengths i see weaknesses we doing a whole swat analysis on motherfuckers and i got a whole lot of intel from nick um based on that one conversation but if y'all saying it was public already then okay that makes sense why he talked about it yeah it's still kind of feminine though yeah yeah i don't know if i would have retold the whole conversation especially if i was gonna do it i probably would have did it you know something that makes everybody look good to me it looked like it made trump look really good you know when nick told his story it made trump look look like you know the boss you know and that's why i said it sort of minimizes yay where you know yay kind of just took it on a chin blah 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 you know and and you know so yay didn't finesse that energy he didn't. He wasn't able to transmute that angry Trump energy. Is what you're telling me. Um, and I can understand why, because maybe you know, you know, Trump was apprehensive after you asked him to be his running mate. 
But I, I, I kind of thought you would expect that and have some contingency plans in, in, in place. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, I don't know why. I don't know. I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess that's the child in yay, right? That's the child in yay that Nick's talking about. You know, he wants to run and tell his opponent, hey, you should go, you know, be my running mate because I'm the better win. I thought it would make sense for Ye to run with Trump. If 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 you let the former president run and you be his running mate, that shit would have been insane. That would have been a power move. You know, if I was Nick's team, if I was Nick and him, I'd have been like, yo, nah, you need to be his running mate. That's that's gonna guarantee you to get in the White House and a and a potential at a bit at president shit Biden was vice president and even 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 he became a president with his crackhead son and all so you know you want to get a shoe in the door you want to get a foot in the door have you really aiming for that spot you might want to try warming up with vice president let's warm up with vice president that's how I would have told him and I would have been a sick ass meeting and then we could have took the then they would have took the picture with the richest people in Sweden or whatever that was Whatever that group of people was, that picture would have got, got taken. Mar-a-Lago. You know what I mean? But I don't know if the, the, the Nick situation, they'd have, you know, they'd have killed Trump for aligning himself with Nick because, you know, Nick talk about them people. You know how Nick do. So that wouldn't have worked out. But, you know, I guess I guess it's, you know, fun and games with Ye because you can you can do that because you can just pull up to Mar-a-Lago and, 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 and pull a stunt like that um Nick calling you you see what I'm saying Holly see Holly he said it doesn't sound like Ye really put forward a reason as to why Trump should be his running mate and on top of Nick calling Ye shy I see what you mean about this hj yeah you know it's just a lot of intel on individuals a lot of intel on individuals um let's go to the iq question uh what exposes tucker carlson it's about me in their publication oh oh this shit this max blumenthal and his wife write a massive hit piece about me in their publication with the help of Tucker Carlson. What? Wow. Yeah. Saying that, oh, Nick actually isn't canceled because you see when he got his money frozen, it's actually about this. And when he got put on the no fly list, it's actually about this and blah, blah, blah. They write this massive three part 10,000 word hit piece. This is Sidney Blumenthal's son and wife. And here's the best part. I get a call. I'll say it now. I never said this on my show before. I get a call from Michelle Malkin, who's a major legend, conservative writer, author. She tells me that Tucker Carlson, before this hit piece comes out, she's telling me Tucker Carlson called me and is grilling me about you, saying, hey, we're, re we're all really worried about Kanye. We're all really worried about Kanye. What's going on with him? Was well, Nick Fuentes behind this? Has Nick Fuentes made him an anti-Semite? Oh, Nick Fuentes is this. Let me guess, is after he made his comments on Drink Champs? After the Alex Jones Oh, Dr. Alex, okay. 
And so they're trying to set me up as the patsy for Kanye. They're trying to set me up oh. as the fall guy for this whole thing. What Tucker's calling Michelle and saying, hey, like, and he's recording it. She says that he sounds like he's nervous, like he's recording it. He's asking these weird pointed questions because she says he never calls her. She'll text him occasionally, say, hey, take a look at this, that or the yeah. other. Tucker out of the blue calls her up asking about me, asking about Kanye, asking about if I'm a fed and all that. That sounds like shit that's way above my pay grade. Moving on. <laughs> Let's see what he got to say about IQ scores. Yeah. Let me jump in here. Let me let me throw a little wrench into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, everybody's always talking about like education and stuff, and they say, well, the reason that the blacks and Hispanics aren't performing so well is because the schools aren't funded, the schools aren't good. There's not one reason, I don't think. I think there is. And the reason is that when you look at IQ tests, blacks score one full standard deviation lower than whites on average. On but we're IQ not even tests. getting the same education. But what is your, what like, is we're your not even getting the that. same. But IQ doesn't have anything to do with education. IQ is innate. Do you think that it is like, I, are you taking talking okay. about like a nature versus nurture argument here? Yeah, I'm saying it's genetic. So you believe that black oh, people are inherently okay. dumber? I'm saying right. on average, so the fact have a that full we are standard deviation lower in, IQ. So you in, think it has nothing to do with the way that we don't have the and, and, and being put in, in stressful situations. You don't here's, why, that here's why. But you don't think that that's us that's being put in, argument. put in, it happens to be true though. call ghetto. Do you understand? Do you understand? Let me jump in here. Let me, let me throw a <laughs> and she kissed him after that she kissed him after that <laughs> he hit her he hit he hit these negroes with the iq situation <laughs> nick fuentes on why women shouldn't vote let's see this Let's see this. Shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, what? Okay. So I think women should vote, but a female's vote should be half of a man's vote because of selective service. Why do you think they shouldn't vote? Because I don't believe in individualism. I don't think that we have a society of individuals. I think we have a society of families. I mm. think there's a, a man, a woman, and a child. Children shouldn't vote. Women shouldn't vote. I think the vote should go to the household, and the vote okay. should go to the leader of the household, which is the father, the male, the husband. But I also think that very, very few people should vote. You know, the intention was. Never to have everybody. Yeah, not voting. all men should vote either. You're, no, you're, <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, sorry. Continue. Right, because you know we have this idea that well, voting's your God-given right. It's like why? What discernment does like a 19-year-old student who works a retail job? What discernment do they have about the society? You know, a landlord knows infinitely more about how the country works than a 19-year-old student. Good actually. Point. Right? Yeah. And you, you have a business. You guys have a business here. You had to put the studio together. You know how this stuff works. Again, you are given some discernment about how society works. These women, these women that are on OnlyFans and that are fucking around, <laughs> they don't know shit. Just to your point as well, when you see a 19 year old, for example, or the woman on OnlyFans, what are they influenced by? TikTok, social media. So you're right. Their vote's kind of like coming for already because of the agenda. Question for you. Yeah, Nick's right. Nick's right. He's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Um, but my voting system would rule out Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes would not be allowed to vote in my country because 
I would say you, in order to vote in my country, you would have to produce kids. You would have to have children. You would have to have children. And then you're going to vote. <laughs> if you ain't got kids, you don't know shit about this world. So Nick would be disqualified. So I agree with him. We can all find some way to disqualify voters based upon pure ignorance of some matter dealing with life or politics. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Nick Fuentes on how he gains new supporters. Let's hear this. Who is this guy? Like, who is this Nazi pedo? Some people say, like, racist, white supremacist, whatever, that everyone's always hating on. And a lot of people just start out by hate watching me. People hate watch me. They're like, I want to see what this fucking punk is all about. And they watch my show and they're like, you know, I actually agree with everything he's saying. Who is this guy? Like, who is this? Hmm. Interesting. The hate watchers. The hate watchers. Sneeko must be in Miami. They probably was like, probably hit fresh and was like, yo, bring them all in over here. So they can grift off Nick. Nick Fuentes and Just Pearly things. Let's listen to this. I wish you luck and, you know, I don't. Wow. I really don't. I, I don't. I don't wish luck to racists. Oh, I'm not racist. Uh, yes, you are. Yes, you are, Nick. Yeah, I am a little bit yeah, racist. But listen, but it's not because I hate people. I love people. It's just <clears throat> race is real. Race is real. Oh, shit. All right, for the people in the chat that said Nick's not a racist, he just said he's a racist. He says he's a little bit racist. He just said it. Is, is he racist? Can we say he's a racist now? I said in the beginning of the podcast, everybody's racist. If you if you want to be honest, majority of people are racist. Now, does that mean everybody? No, some people are just fucking stupid, so they're not racist, right? I <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> but some people are genuinely nice people. They're not racist. But Nick is an honest guy, like myself. We're racist. I can be racist sometimes. I hate all types of people. Well, race is a part of us. So, hey, it is what it is. And um, the Italians, we do not claim you. Oh, oh, hey, the Italians don't claim you. You're the one dating a black guy. The Italians don't claim me. They don't claim you. Oh, no, they claim <laughs> me. They claim Damn. She dating a black guy? Oh. I don't think so. They do. Italian guys, yeah. Italian Tell an Italian big, guy about lovers. your affinity for black guys. That'll go over real well. Ha, 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 ha. Is that true? Is that true, yo? Is that true? If you tell a tell an Italian guy you're dating a black guy, see how well that'll go over? Pretty sure he won't care most Italian guys, but I get what Nick's saying. He's probably right though. He's probably right. Good one, Nick. <laughs> Maybe some brajol. <laughs> there there's some Italian. No, for but I'll, I will make my uh <laughs> It's Braju. It's Braju. It's not Braju. It's Braju, Nick. Braju. Braju. And it's great, too. It's good stuff. 
black boyfriend some of that. Ugh, wow. You don't know any better. Uh, Arnaldo Padilla said she's dating an eggplant. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Savage. Savage. It's nice. I told you it was a nice racial, nice racial grift back today. I told y'all. It's really racial. Hold on. Let me hit the refresh on this button because sometimes Elon's app don't work. Um, Is that all? That, 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 that. All right, let's end off here, and then we'll go to uh, chat. Then we'll go to, um, let's go here. So uh, this person says, Ice Cube, wait, let's go back to the origin of this thread. Um, Kelly D, Kelly D has 53,000. She's got 23,000. She's following She's pretty much a nobody, I want to say. Uh, fuck the NRA. Fuck all these Nazis. All right, this is some sort of, you know, LARPing account. <clears throat> it's grifting. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Kelly D out here grifting. She says, what the hell are you doing, Ice Cube? Question mark. Christine, another grifter, says, uh, I watched an interview with him. He started to have the same crazy look that Kanye has. Sad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cube said, Dirty bitch, you ain't sad. <laughs> Call her a dirty bitch. <laughs> yo, Cube, you wild, yo. <laughs> Mark Garnier says, Ice Cube. You've had an amazing career and I've enjoyed it. You have a shit ton of leftist hate coming at you, so I'll pray for you, sir. And I still response, pray for them. Now people keep wondering why. Why? Ice Cube hasn't been talking to Hotep Jesus yet. And, and I think I figured out why. I think I figured out why. I don't got enough followers. I don't got enough subscribers. I don't got enough subscribers. That's what the issue is. I don't have enough subscribers. Absolutely amazing and insane. Absolutely amazing and insane. I don't have enough subscribers. Got to step my shit up. Gotta step my shit up. You know what I'm saying? It's the only way this thing's gonna work. So I need y'all to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button. Let's get bigger so these voices can't say no. Can't say no. But he's doing his rounds. I think he just did Bill Maher or something like that. So he's, do he's making his rounds. He's making his rounds. So we get the channel big enough. I think that'll get that'll get cube over here. So make sure you hit the like button and all of that. All right. And with that said, let's go to the phone lines. 202-596-5631. 
amazing I can still remember the number, 202-596-5631. And we'll be right back after this short, short, short commercial break. Yeah, I can try to get that handled for you. Again, it's only my second day, so if you can give me a second. How am I supposed to do this? How the hell are we supposed to do this by 5 o'clock? I have no clue. Is that possible? Hey, do you have the password to... How'd you finish all your work already? He's not tapped in. Mm-mm. How'd you get that done so quick? <laughs> they think they're gonna be able to budget that? It's money. That's money right there, you understand? You guys finished your work six hours early? He's not tapped in. Strong dad on the line. Hey. What up, bro? What up, man? Hey, first of all, glad to have you back. Although Cannon did hold it down with that East Coast flow playing that music. That's how I love it. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's good to have you back. Yeah, shout out to Cannon. Yeah. I, thought he did a fa- I thought he did a fabulous job. Cannon's a great streamer. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. I Absolutely. Think so too. I, the Cannon grip is one of my favorites, for sure. So, first of all, can, can, can we not expect that a black woman who hates white men is going to be laid up with a white man? Is that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, if your black woman ain't hotep or right wing, she loves, she likes white men. That's just how it goes. I mean, that's, you know, that's almost a given, you know, and, and I, and I love, and I love my sisters. I love them to death, but this is something that, you know, I, I've even seen in my own life, you know what I'm saying? My mother, she, she remarried a white dude, you know what I'm saying? She don't, she got problems with black women. Uh, I, I used to get an argument. <laughs> Yo, for real, I, I, I've gotten in arguments with my mother and barely raised my voice. And she'll get, you know, like she'll shrink. She'll shrink into place. And uh, I can tell that she's had a bad experience with other, you know, other black men in her life. And, uh, you know, when I listen to her, because me and my wife, we live right next door to grandma. We live right next door to her. And I hear her talking to her husband. And she be yelling at this nigga. She be bossing him around, all sorts of shit. He be like, yes, honey. Yes, 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 honey. And so, uh, listen, these, these, these black women, they, they want power. They say that the black man wants uh, access to white power or whatever it is. But whenever a black man goes, you know, full coon, right, or he goes, he goes full liberal, he, he, like, he don't, you don't see a black man complaining about white people laid up with a, with a white woman. That's typically not what it is. If he's laid up with a white woman, he adopts her philosophy. When it's the other way around, the white dude is adopting the black woman's philosophy. I've seen it time and time again. You know what I'm saying? When we was out here running protests, we had black women who hated my guts. You know what I'm saying? Hated my guts, despite the fact that I was talking positive to them. And then you turn around and they got some white dude in a mask that they hugging up with. So I, I was never, I was never surprised. I was honestly never surprised when I when when I saw that uh, that black woman, you know, calling them bleach demon. Like, what, what what kind of man gonna let like what kind of man gonna let himself get that like you know uh, shit on like that? The the white liberal man, you know what I'm saying? Not the white conservative man ain't doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when a white conservative man is with a black woman, the black woman becomes conservative. So. The, the problem here is liberal, uh, liberalism. The problem here is that that's what's making these niggas weak. That's, 
it's a disease. Liberalism it's, it's, is making it's, niggas weak. It's making them weak. It's making them weak. It's making them weak. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why we can sit here and we can dissect, analyze without offense what Nick Fuentes is saying. You know what I'm saying? They they analyze what he's saying and, and, and they lose their shit. They lose their shit. He's like, he's a racist. He's a listen, you you damn sure right. Uh, you know, everybody is uh if you're smart you're a racist. I'm a I'm shit, I'm a racist. You know <laughs> that's just sometimes sometimes man I can't contain my animus for others. And other times you can't even tell I got it. But it's there. Is Nick Fuentes you know racist? Mean? I mean he's as he's as racist as I am, you know what I mean? But I feel like I feel like some of his points are 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 off. You know what I mean? Like uh, the IQ thing. We all know that IQ is about you know being able to identify uh, patterns and things like that. It's not it's not an actual barometer of intelligence. You know, I, and and I've analyzed this years ago when uh, when I read the bell curves. Uh, you know, they 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 the, the bell curve tried to make the case. You know that uh, genetics plays a part in this type of intelligence, but. I would actually, you know, very much disagree, and that's a really long thing to get into, so I, I won't get into it today, but I definitely, you know, I, I think when it comes to some of his points, you know, he, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, the, even, the, even the disloyal black man thing right there, right? Like, this is, this is something that is an occurrence within, you know, within those types of circles, so it, it, it's not even him speaking against, you know, black people. It's, and, and also, let's just, let's just, he is a good example of, you know, like how, uh, the, the fear of genetic annihilation, right? He is against race mixing for the opposite reason that I am, but it's still a reason. He sees genetic annihilation when it comes to black men. That's, he, can't, he doesn't have to say it. It's very easy to tell, and there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. You know what I mean? That's, that's, you, you should be entitled to feel that. You should be entitled to have that opinion. Absolutely. I, I, that's why I, I can't see it as racist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When people call him a white supremacist, like I said before, I know what a white I've met them before. I've dealt with them before. And this ain't white supremacy. And if it is, it's like it's like the crystal light of white supremacy. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's, it's not that powerful. It's, it's not enough to move a needle. You know what I'm saying? Most of the people who might even be listening to him and be getting, you know, activated, quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's sexless niggas in their bedroom. They, it's, it's, it's not affecting no, no real white supremacists. So real white supremacists, they're not even paying attention to stuff like this. They got their own literature. They got their own kings and queens that they pay attention to. So, you know, things like, things like this Nick thing, man. I, I, I just think he's an excellent grifter. I just think mm. he's an excellent talk, grifter. Talk, talk, you know what I'm saying? Top notch. Yeah, Nick yeah, Fuentes is one of he, my favorite grifters. Yeah, he, and he's only going to get better. You know what I'm saying? He, he's only going to get he better. He's memorized these points. Yeah. He, he has them down pat. Yeah. He's got a great argument of his style. You know, when we were, uh, the, when he was debating Destiny, he made that. I mean, Destiny already is a cuss. We already know that. But he made him look like, you know, like like a, like a toddler when it came to, to the debate. So it, it, it to me, that's, that's all he's doing is he's playing up his brand, trying to get trying to get back into the mix, you know what I mean? Because I think he kind of fell off. I think people kind of forgot about, you know, who he really was or what his firebrand is. And, you know, uh, Goldstein, he uh, he called in the other day, and I, uh, unfortunately I was working hard as fuck, so I couldn't, uh, uh, you know, call in to agree with him. But Goldstein was saying something about uh, about the type of grifter that he is. And I, I, 
I agree with I agree with Goldstein 100%. You know, uh, with with how his drifting style works. You know, uh, and and yeah, he could be very well be a fed for sure. He, he, <laughs> I mean, he and he's a good fed if he is like a not like a you know like a positive, but like a like he's a good one for the agenda if that's really what it's about. You know what I mean? But when, yeah. Man, I, I'm I'm young Pharaoh a, a, a tiny bit when it comes to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you know I, I I told Canada about it you know what I'm saying I ain't with the race mixing you know what I'm saying but that's that doesn't make me hate white people you know what I'm saying that's not what right. racism really is right like, right it's preservation of your people yeah let me get the gold team yeah. bro he about to call in facts man yeah yeah I want that gold team fire man shout out to the chat happy uh you know what I'm saying happy gold team July mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, let's get it. Hotep and Bill. Hotep and Bill. Let's get Goldstein in here. <clears throat> let's get Goldstein in here. I'm only accepting call right now from Goldstein. I see his number pop up. We're going to go right to right to him. See what he got to say. What else is... Oh, we got a couple of callers. There you go. Call from... Goldstein. Goldstein, what up, y'all? What up, man? What's good, what's good, what's good? Hey, man, good to see you back. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I thought that might have been you running over niggas from the White House uh, yesterday. I, Wait, like, what? Damn, <laughs> motherfucking uh, car ran the red light and started hitting motherfuckers being chased by the Secret Service uh, over near the White House yesterday. What? I was like, damn. Damn, HJ trying to get back to Hotep's been told you to serve Unc like a motherfucker, ain't he? <laughs> I'm going to see his ass tonight, pause. <laughs> right? Nah, but, yeah, the, 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 the shit, the Indian broad talking about, yo, uh, black folks this, black folks that, my parents don't like black folks, right? I'm half Indian, and I consistently tell my mother, if it wasn't for niggas, Y'all wouldn't be able to enjoy the sun as thoroughly as y'all do. Wait, what? So they, that, huh? Say that again. I said if it wasn't for niggas, they wouldn't be able to enjoy the sun as thoroughly as they do. Why not? We gave them the pigment. Oh. Without the pigment, burn up in that shit. You talking about the Italians? No, the Indians. You remember the broad at the top of the show? Oh, you talking top about the, the Indian people. Oh. Yeah. Interested. Okay, keep going. They owe us at least that. You know what I mean? Everything else that come after that, but whatever. But you owe us at least the fact that you can stand outside for more than an hour without catching cancer. Then I thought you was talking <laughs> about the Italian girls, because you know Italians, they the white people that could tan. Yes, Italians, they, they also owe us a debt. Of gratitude as Sp- well. The Sp- Spain Spanish girls. Yes, they, they they can thank them Moors for that. Yeah, they they uh, they can get in the sun. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the yeah, Nordic now, it's the Nordic white girls that ain't been touched. You know your redheads, your your uh your Swiss bitches, your Swedish yeah. bitches. You know yeah, uh, all 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 up in there. Netherlands, that's where you get your real white whites. Yeah, that's all the ones that America First is trying to represent. Oh, that's that's America First. Yeah, that's right. That's America First Queen. Yep, Ice Queen. <laughs> Nordic. Yep. Yeah. 
Now you got these bras, these, these these black bras coming out bold as shit that stuck out about white people and then come to find out, oh damn, look, you fucking with white people. Yeah. So that shit's bizarre. Yeah, there's a name for that. Okay. Stockholm syndrome. You said Stockholm That's syndrome? A- Stockholm syndrome and bitches are suffering from Stockholm syndrome. They done fell in love with their oppressor. Wow. It's a, it's, it's a mental condition and it can be treated. They just have to recognize that it's not necessarily the fact that they were oppressing you. It's the fact that all these horror stories that you were alluding to earlier. Yeah. That's what was oppressing you. You're mentally beat the fuck up. Because of motherfucking the nigga from Key and Pill and all them all them niggas. Right? Nothing really actually happened to you. So maybe once you actually realize that, you can get treated for your Stockholm syndrome. Mm. Mm. Gotta diagnose the disease first. Yes. Mm. Now, on to motherfucking Nick Fuentes. Uh oh. And uh, let's do Brandon. You're not going to want to hear this, so earmuffs. But the dude is a motherfucking asset. I don't know if he's fit, but he's definitely an asset for these motherfuckers. You, you, don't, because, you don't know what agent you saying you haven't identified the agency yet, but he's an asset. Yes, haven't identified the agency, but he's definitely working for some goddamn body. Because, and here's here's a. Here's a great indicator as to how you can sniff this type of shit out. If whatever character they portray is right out of central casting, if it's some shit that you would see on a movie or a TV show and they fit that shit to a T, best believe they're working for somebody. Mm. And last I checked, a lot of those people who are running central casting, well, you know, they're, they're, um, their people. Let's just say that. Mm. So, you know, you could be advancing a certain narrative when you act in that close to the script, when you are the boogeyman that a certain group of people are looking for all the goddamn time. Yeah. You stick to that script as tough as that. Well, the good likelihood that you're working for them people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling Cannon, you're going to bring one of the most important questions of our time through fresh and fit, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) Fresh and fit is where you want to have this conversation. Fresh and fucking fit. And I don't want to hear that, well, he's been banned everywhere else. This is the only outlet he has. Bullshit. He has that outlet to say a whole lot of other shit. But there's certain things you just don't bring to certain places. If you want to be taken seriously, if you want your message to be taken seriously, you first and foremost have to put on the best possible face for that message, which you don't do. And then you have to make sure you guard that message by not bringing it to fucking cesspools like fresh and fucking fit. So to me, it seems a bit contrived, a bit staged, you know, Myron said it himself. I used to work for the Department of <laughs> Homeland Work. Right? 
He didn't even want to say the whole shit. Homeland whatever. Get the fuck out of here. All you niggas, Nico, the blue-haired nigga, Nick, all of you motherfuckers are working for the same casting agency. All of you. <laughs> they all work for the same casting agency? All working for the same casting agency. You can't write this shit. You know why? Because all the writers are on strike. And that's why this shit is so obvious. That's why they suck at it. Because the writers been on strike. Uh, it is fucking who, ridiculous, man. Who, who I don't you, know why people... Huh? Who, who do you want to see Nick Cannon... Uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Fuentes sit down and talk with. What's an appropriate platform for him? I want to see him have a debate with Ryan Dawson. Somebody who's a little bit more mature and serious about this topic. Ryan Dawson versus Nick Fuentes. Yeah. People who agree on a thing, but don't agree on how that thing should be delivered. Ah. Because fuck the other side. Fuck the other side. I want to debate the other side. Fuck that. Y'all will never find common ground. Nick Fuentes will never find common ground with a nigga named Destiny. I don't even know what the fuck that's about, by the way. But he will never find common ground with a goddamn gamer, right? Now, now, what you do effectively is you put yourself on the level of a goddamn gamer when you sit on Fresh and Fit and debate one. Mm. So this is why I would like to have a motherfucker like Ryan Dawson or, or somebody who's a little bit more serious on the topic. Because I don't agree wholeheartedly with Ryan Dawson, and I got my doubts on him too. But I know he's a little bit more serious on that specific topic. You know what I mean? That's who I would like to have him sit down and have a debate with. Who else? And that... Uh, What's another platform you'd like to see Nick Nick Fuentes grace? This one, shit. This one? No, don't say this one. Yeah. Pick another one. <laughs> uh, you know, just... Uh, I don't really want to say none of the mainstream motherfuckers. I would like to see him get back on Tim Pool. We didn't get a chance to because Ye acted an ass by design. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to see him there. You know, so there's a few different platforms, but I just want to see him debate people who's mostly on his side of the argument. Because what I feel is being done is the argument's being watered down. And it's a conversation that needs to be had. But you can't have it with these contrived supervillains and all this other weird shit in the way. Because then it's too easy for people to drown that shit out, which I believe is the play. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 a good point. I would have to agree with that. Oh, oh man, I'd love to see him back on Tim Pool though. Tim Pool's cool. I'll be back on Tim Pool on the twenty eighth. No shit. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Check that out. with Timmy, but I will watch that one. I will yeah. definitely watch that one. I think they set me up with a debate. Really? Yeah. Who they got going on with you? I don't know. Oh, yeah, they're just trying to pull the fast one. They might. They might try to pull a fast one on me. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe the business is on the up and up. I don't know. I don't think. I think they'll give me some leeway, some some good headroom on, be prepared. But even if they tried to hit me with a zinger, it wouldn't work. Nah, you a hotep, nigga. They yeah. can't hit no hotep with a zinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We you just... seen that shit I posted with them monkeys? <laughs> niggas is watching. Niggas is watching 
all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, Neil, when Morpheus told him, he said, uh, are you telling me I could dodge bullets? He said, well, well when you're ready, you won't, you won't have to. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. that's the stage we on right now. We only dodge bullets. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I'm going to let you get back to the show. I'm hoping Rudy call in. I ain't heard from Rudy in a little bit. I think bit. he's trying to call in. I think I see him up here trying to call in. Yeah. Okay. Let me get off stage then, man. You hold up and Bill. All right. Hold up and Bill, bro. Hold that Goldstein. I forget how I like my screens. This is why this is why I need the mobile setup. Um, we had to get rid of the rumble trolls. And you know, I just I don't want people distracting from my good people in the chat. You know, let's let's keep it let's keep it lighthearted, let's keep it fun in the chat. We don't want, you know, these people trolling my chat. If you want to troll Go to somebody else's live streams. Plenty of live streams online. You know, we let you get a little bit of oxygen, but after a while, you know, it's just too much. Call from Rudy the Vet. Rudy the Vet Russo on the line. Rudy, what up, bro? What's up, HJ? What's up, homie? Good to have you back, man. Cannon did a good job, man. I, 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 what up, Goldstein? Strong dad, what up, chat man? Uh, I can't stand that motherfucking Nick Fuentes, man. God damn, I you can't stand him. I hate. I can't stand that son of a bitch, why? man. I can't stand it. All right, and I'm gonna tell you why. Cause look, there's a difference between having your guard up and being and 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 recognizing stereotypes, but looking past that when you meet an individual one on one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's got a little bit of racist in them. I agree. I agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be able to look past that, right? That fucking kid right there, man, is 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 a racist out of malice and hate, man. You know what I'm saying? Not to keep your guard up. You know what I'm saying? Not to not to, you know, not not with some simple stereotypes. Everybody might stereotype. That dude's a racist out of malice and hate, man, and I can't stand that, man. He's like the white doctor. He's like the white Dr. Umar, man. That's what, that dude's the white Dr. Umar, man. You know what I'm saying? I listen to Umar talk, man. Like, I understand, like, I could even every now and then, you're always bringing up Tariq Nasheed, so I've dipped into some of his stuff. I can handle some of Tariq's stuff. He's, all, you know, he ain't. Dr. Umar's just got hate in his heart, man, and so does Fuentes, man, and listen, him working with Ye won't if Ye didn't have a lot of them, you think that, that that Nick Fuentes would would pal around and hang out with, with with a black dude that won't pay him? Fuck it, I can't stand that fucking kid, man. And it's like it's like it's like Goldstein said, man. Anybody, and I'm feeling like he's like right, man. Like all of these people that are getting promoted on YouTube, all these people who get them demonized, all these people who make headlines, man. All of them. Man, they're all out of central casting, man. All of them, man. They're all any. They're all division, man. Division. Oh, absolutely. Division. All, all that. Get, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with like my strong dad talks about. Hey, man, I want to be with a black woman, and 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 you know that that's my preference, and I want to you know create black babies. That's fine, man. That the way he talks about it is fine and admirable, man. The way Nick Fuentes talks about it. It's, it's shitty, man. It's shitty, man. You know what I'm saying? And I, it just, it, uh, you know what I'm saying? And I, it, man, it, so many people, my sister's in a, in a red sofa. 
relationship. My fucking brother is in an interracial relationship. One of my best friends in this planet is in an interracial relationship. So that shit burns me up. You know what I'm saying? It mm. burns me up when 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 people when people drag racism like that, man. I just that shit ain't. It's 2023, man. If you're still judging somebody on their skin color, man, you're a fucking scumbag, dude. And man, you're a saying all of us as Americans we live in this melting pot so there's going to be stereotypes we all might uh, heed to the stereotype but if you judge a motherfucker one on one because of his skin color and that fucking IQ shit I know some dumb ass white people man I know some dumb ass white folks man some real fucking plum dumb white motherfuckers man dumb as a rock man so I don't want to hear that oh the IQ and the bell curve Shut the fuck up, man. There's smart people and there's dumb people in every fucking race, color, and fucking creed, man. I don't want to hear that shit, man. That shit, that division shit just drives me up the fucking wall, man. And it's promoted. Like like, like Goldstein said, it's promoted, man. It's an op, dude. It's an op, dude. It's an op, man. It's yeah. fucking terrible, man. Yeah. It's fucking terrible, man. It's 2020 fucking three people. If you fucking don't love somebody or don't respect somebody, or don't talk to somebody because of their fucking skin color, you're a fucking scumbag, dude. That's just how I feel about it, man. I can't, I can't say he's a fucking rat, dude. He's a rat, like you said, man. If I ever had the opportunity to meet fucking Donald Trump, man, I'd keep that conversation to my fucking self. Maybe one or two close human beings. Even with my own brother, when, when, I'm, when I popped up on you, my brother's like, what y'all talking about? I was like, it's cool, man, it's cool. Because that was our conversation, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're the most me- famous motherfucker I ever met, man. So, that, I mean, it is what it is, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's our conversation. You know, I took the tweet and put a picture out because that was for me and, 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 and that. But even my own brother was like, what y'all talk about, man? I was like, no, we just kicked it, man. Because that's our conversation, man. That kid's a fucking rat, dude. He's a fucking rat, and I can't stand him. And if Goldstein wants to see him debate somebody, let him debate me because I'll slap the fire out that little motherfucker. He, he, he's a beta. He's a beta racist that talks like a fucking alpha dude. He'll get the shit kicked out of him when a real when a when a real cracker catches up to him, dude. Like Goldstein, like a, a cracker like me, that fuck a red white like me that ain't got no hate in his heart, and especially like 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 Strong Dad was saying. If a real a real fucking pecker would caught up to him, that'd be his motherfucker. They beat the fucking brakes off of that kid. They punk him out, man. They punk him out. And, it's, it's, and it goes back to the same shit I've always told you, brother. It's the wrong motherfuckers with the microphones, man. It's the wrong motherfucker. And 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 society and the entertainment industry and the YouTube and all of this bullshit. They're always going to put their hands in the wrong ones, man. Always going to put the mic in the hands and promote and fucking demonize and and media headlines to the wrong one. And yet, man, man, his little conversation might have made a look. You might have been right. Made a look. Trump look strong, but the mainstream media is going to take that fucking shit and be like, "Look at this little white supremacist motherfucker, man." Yeah, that's true. And and make him look and make him look bad, man. And he knows what he's doing, man. Just like fucking that. That fucking Gump Milo, dude. He, they, he knows what he's doing. 
Milo's still butt hurt because he got kicked off the fucking internet years ago. And he's got a fucking. I saw him. I, I, I sat there and listened to him on Tim Pool for a whole hour interview. That dude is so butt hurt. He's so butt hurt by what happened to him that that dude is out there looking for revenge, man. He's out there looking for revenge, man. Mm, mm, and mm. it's just, man, it's just, it's just, man. And I'm going to tell you something, man. The Beanie Man, like uh, like I said, he it seems like he's got a good heart, man. But dude's got a dude, dude, dude can't, dude can't be a fucking culture warrior and not ever take a fucking stand, man. You can't, st- you can't sit on the fence in a culture war, dude. You got to pick a side, dude. And dude just, dude just sits on the fence, man. You think so? Dude just, man, he's a fence sitting motherfucker, dude. It just. Uh, like, dude, you, you keep talking about, I want to fight the culture war. I'm, we're building culture. We're building culture. Fight the culture. Then pick a side. Make a stand, dude. I think, Make Tim, a stand, I think Tim, Tim, you know, on many issues, I think he picks a stand. He takes dude, a side. That dude still, still stands there and says, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a disaffected liberal. I'm a disaffected liberal. Motherfucker, you might have been a dis, You might have been a liberal when you were riding around the streets of Chicago on your fucking skateboard. But now you're sitting on millions of fucking millions of fucking dollars and you got your little empire built up motherfucker you're a conservative now it's the same way when like you say you were Ali Shakur you hated white people you evolved you evolved into the hotep Jesus that motherfucker scared to fucking admit to his evolution dude you're a conservative now you, you know what I'm saying you might have some left left leaning ideas but you're not he's not a fucking liberal you're not a left he's not a fucking left Mm. And he just so I, I guess you would you feel the same way about Scott Adams because he still considers himself like a, a left. He's not guy. a he's he's not a man. Scott Adams, man, listen, I lost all respect for him during the pandemic, <laughs> and I'm and I'm and I'm with you. Like, listen, like I forgive these people. Like, I'm not I'm not wishing anything bad or any harm to come to anybody in this world. You know what I'm saying? I don't wish death or prison on my worst enemy, man. But I don't fucking. It, once you fucking that pandemic ruined a lot of human beings for me, man. I just can't fuck with anything they say anymore, man. Mm. I just can't fuck with anything they say anymore, man. Mm. I just can't, man. I can't, man. I can't. Oh, well, I was wrong. You guys were right, and he said it condescendingly, like, like "You're a fucking moron, dude." Anybody with common sense could see, man. That you know what I'm saying. That this shit won't write, dude. This shit won't write, dude. And me as a truck driver, dude, I rolled through the whole fucking thing, dude. I rolled through New York. I rolled through the fucking supposed hot spots where all the people were fucking dying and didn't catch catch didn't catch it. None. When the fucking shit was supposedly blowing up and all these people were dying. And then you I gotta take the fucking shot. Go fuck yourselves, man. Anybody who talks like that, man. Go fuck you. And the funny thing is, is I fucked with door to to get with Jimmy Dore, man. I fought with Jimmy Dore to hear what a true lefty thinks, man. And, man, they, they, you should, them lefties are pissed off at Chomsky because he said the same thing. And, you know, that's a leftist piece of shit right there, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got to listen. You got to listen to the other side, man. But um, I am curious, though, man. I am curious. Is 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 he, when Fuentes said that Max Blumenthal is the, is the son of Sidney Blumenthal, I wonder if that's truth, man. I wonder if there's any truth to that, man. Because everybody, you know, Sidney Blumenthal was the fucking weapons dealer with uh, that was in bed, you know, running all them guns into Syria 
through through uh through Libya with with Hillary, man. He was the one arming them all up. So if this kid runs the website called the Gray Zone, he's always on door. He's supposedly some anti-war lefty. You know, he's 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 one of Jabari's peoples. But is if his dad is really Sidney Blumenthal, is he a, is he a fucking op too? I mean, is he a fucking op too? Mm. Because how's your dad one of the fucking premier fucking weapons traffickers in the world, and you're running around running a supposedly left wing fucking a left wing news site, man? So I'm gonna have to dig into that and see if if Fuentes was telling the truth there, man. Yeah, that's, that's um, interesting. Shout, yeah. You know, shout out to Cannon, man. Great job, brother. I, I um I was listening, man, but I was with the I had a couple of days off, man. I was with the family, man, and my girl's birthday and I was getting in when I could get in. I just couldn't quite call in, man. But I miss you, man. Glad you're back, man. One love to everybody in the chat, man. Hotep and Bill, brother. Hotep and Bill. Hotep and, and Bill. And uh, one more, one more time, man. Nick Fuentes is a piece of shit, and I'm out, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Love you, man. All right, yo. Oh my God, the most interesting callers in the world. Um, Brian Nichols says he agrees with Anthony Comia's tweet. Brian should call in and let's debate. Let's debate that. Let's debate that tweet. I'll pull it up, put it on the screen, and we can debate it. What do you think about that? Call from. Yo, yo. Yo, what's up, bro? How you going, man? I can't hear you. Can you you hear me? Oh, there you go. What's up, bro? Yeah, my bad, man. Shout out to you, bro. It's been a minute. Uh, I just wanted to check in on this uh this Nick Fuentes thing, man. Okay. I think uh I think that IQ shit is nonsense, obviously. Okay. You know, anyone who's read that uh Thomas Sowell thing has been the the bell curve has been debunked, man. It's it's been debunked. And I, I think if Nick stayed away from that he'd be alright. I, I I don't I don't know, I don't really hear the hate in him, but I think if he stayed away from that he'd be good, man, but uh, I, I do find the lack of like logical consistency conspicuous, like suspicious, man. Because he's supposed to be against these. I'm not gonna say on your channel, but then he wants to go and put all the stake in the intelligence quotient, which one of them created. Like I don't, I don't get, bro. Like I, I don't know if he knows who it was, but, <laughs> but like Alfred Renee, man. I'm just saying he's one of them boys. So you might want to figure out why there are certain places. I mean, they have certain placements for certain people. Uh, one of them has the highest IQ. Hey, listen, man, we, I, I'm on Goldstein's wave with this the 10 photo coupe on tight, man. Cause, but I, I will say the last thing I wanted to say before I got here is uh, I, I actually kind of respect FNF for platforming the debate because that whole topic is 100% like radioactive, you know what I'm saying? Without question. And they had 101,000 people watching, bro. That's a that's huge. Damn. And they platformed Ryan Dawson. So that's why I do like them. Like, Ryan Dawson's a real one. I don't care what no one says. That dude had to move out the country on some Edward Snowden shit. Mm. So uh, he, he's, he's the one who discovered Epstein's list. And people don't know that he literally did a deep dive. He was pretending to be FBI to get people on phone calls. Like that dude is a real. When I saw that, I was like, well, "Yo, uh, listen, you can say what you want, but no one else would platform that kind of stuff." That's why I don't. 
I don't subscribe to the whole nonsense with, you know, uh, Myron being a fed or whatever, you know, but Homeland is a completely different operation. So I I'll say that, but yo, welcome back, Hotep man. And I, yo, shout out to people in the chat, you know, everything like that, bro. Uh, Hotep and Bill, man. Y'all get your tickets to Hotep Con if you haven't already. Yo, thanks, bro. I appreciate that, yo. Hotep and Bill. Oh, man. Um, I follow Ryan Dawson. I think me, I think me and Ryan Dawson are mutual followers. Let me see. I'm friends with everybody. I like everyone. You know, not everybody. Ryan. Oh, let me see. Dawson. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I follow this guy. We're, we're mutuals. This is this is uh, this is one of my mutuals. Isn't that, isn't that the term they use? Yeah, let's put that on the screen. One of my mutuals right there. Call from. Sorry. Sorry. What up, bro? What up? What's good, John? What up? What up? I was hoping y'all would cover that point that shit. I was I was hoping you would cover some of that shit when you came back too, for real. Oh yeah, I had to. I had to. That shit was great. Shout out for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't expect all that content this week when they when I saw that motherfucker on there on Monday. I was like, oh. Oh, it's time. I sat down with a drink and everything. <laughs> who? What? When you saw who on there? When I saw Fuentes on there, I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a treat. Oh, oh, and then, oh. Uh, then after that, I saw that they had him debating Destiny, and I was like, ooh, I get I get an extra treat. <laughs> oh, man. I love seeing that motherfucker get made a fool of. I love it. Yeah, that's some good content. <laughs> that's some really good content. So you watched the whole thing. Destiny got his ass whooped, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's because the thing about it was that, uh, and this is a problem he has. I, 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 I talked to too many people that seem to think that he's somehow a good debater, but he's he's terrible at it actually. Who does like he, he always like yeah he deflects a lot. Uh, he's very he he will very often admit that he essentially knows nothing about the topic that he's debating about. <laughs> and then you gotta wonder like, why the fuck are you debating it then, motherfucker? Like, exactly. What are you here for? Like, right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even I don't know if you know who like I think it was I saw him one time. I don't know if you know the Satan Center. Is. Who? You know, um, the Satan Center. Satan Center. Say Satan Center. Yeah, he got a little uh, podcast. He had a little whole debate thing with destiny i thought i thought was funny and it was was a similar thing like he uh he kind of exposed the fact that he ain't got no credentials or nothing like he ain't even really he, he only a gamer like mm. he, like he just he's like the, he's probably the definition of an internet debate bro like if you were to call anybody that he would be like that he would be like the internet debate bro he's, he's like a foil they kind of when they bring him on the fresh and fit he kind of acts as a foil to be honest he acts as a foil. I think he, I think even the dude, like a lot of people would be mad about, uh, I think even Cannon was saying, he don't like uh, Zerka's outburst, but uh, I'm pretty sure Zerka said that like once or twice. Like, <laughs> like he'd be out with it. He's like, you basically just a foil. Like, that's what you're there for. Mm. So at the end of the day, nobody's really feeling what he's saying. He's just kind of there to like push back because I guess he do it better than the women do on the show a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and even you pointed out how feminine he is. Right? Yes. 
So she, it's like they kind of they kind of bring him on. <laughs> yeah, they kind of bring him on as like the the, the feminine defender. Like they bring him on as like the white knight. <laughs> uh, I could see that. It I actually, see that. it actually gives the show a better dynamic sometimes because you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of them, you know, a lot of them girls can't put together for no arguments. They can't really argue with and fist half time anyway. Right. So when he on there, it's more of a, it's more entertaining because especially this the way this motherfucker get like worked up and shit. <laughs> you don't be seeing it. Like, yeah, he seems very. He, gets, he seems like he gets flustered easily. Yeah, but that's because, like I said, he he'll be exposed a lot knowing what the fuck he's talking about, or, or he'll be trying to make a point make sense when it don't. You know, they do a lot of mental gymnastics on the left. Like, mm-hmm. you call it the mental gymnastics because they do all this, this this flipping and twisting around to try to make something that's incoherent make sense, but it's never gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's another thing that be messing with uh, people's mind, like you was talking about earlier with the. Uh, the horror stories. Oh yeah, Black that's History's a, a horror story, horror, horror flick. Yeah, that, and that's exactly what be happening to it because they they be trying to justify things because of that horror story. Like it, it, it's actually right. trying to rewrite reality for themselves to deal with that that trauma that you know. To be honest, other black people then then forced it upon you, like yeah, yeah, you're forced to live that. To do yeah, yeah. And, it, and honestly, one of the things is, well, one of my main, my only real problem with Nick, right? Like that whole IQ thing is one of those reasons that people even start thinking about that stuff, you know? What? Like, when, they, when they're talking about the racism and shit, like yeah. when they hear people say shit like that, that just reinforces a lot of those feelings in people. Oh, when like, they say it's racist. It, yeah, when they when they scream at racism, a lot of the time, like when he bring up the whole, you know, that IQ conversation, but then they, you don't really get in depth to, about it, right? Like they never got in depth on how these, these tests are taken or or anything. It was just, you know, it was kind of just more like a, one of those I'm just asking questions kind of thing. Yeah, which is what I think really bothers people about the way he he uh, approaches things sometimes. Cause it's like uh yeah i was talking to somebody about what he was saying about the the holocaust and everything right yeah i don't know if you i don't know if you touched did you touch on that at all no i don't talk about those conversations it's stupid yeah so the whole thing with him was uh i guess he essentially he questioned he questioned it right but he's kind of doing that same thing where he's like i'm just asking questions yeah but when they asked him like okay so how many people do you think right he didn't have an answer yeah, and then he said it, didn't, and then he like kind of moved into it, like, well, it doesn't really matter. The point is, you know, all the, you know, you you got you're not allowed to question it. Uh-huh. I'm like, you got a point there, uh-huh. but it's also like a little dishonest because, like, you have you clearly haven't done too much research. You, it does take a lot of research to kind of you know refute something if you think it's untrue. That means you got to do a, your whole body of research and come with some kind of alternate conclusion of as, as, as to what you think happened. Yeah. So when somebody asks you that, it's not necessarily fair, but at the same time, are you, like, how, how much are you really studying? Nobody nobody really knows. You're just bringing up a bunch of questions that we yeah. can essentially well, bring well, up about anything. Well, we have to, um, in order to understand power, you have to understand language. In order to understand power, you have to understand language. So people try to isolate Jewish people, um, you know, because of the power that they do have as a group. 
But really what it comes down to is power resides in the languages and the popularity of the language. If your language is popular, it allows people to transact uh, in that language. Um, but the main, you know, people uh, on this planet, you know, Jews have their own language. You know, they speak Yiddish yeah, or they true. speak Hebrew, right? They have their own language. Yeah. White people, they have their own language. Chinese people, they have their own language. Hispanic people, they have their own language. You're going to see people who have their own language. Even Africans, when Africans come here, they have their own language. You'll see people who have their own language have the most power. And instead of, instead of, you know, to me, it's just bitch assness when you complain about somebody's level of power. No, you get, you give props to people who have power, right? So if, if a certain group of people have attained a certain level of power, you need to ask yourself why your group did it. Yeah. No, you got to ask yourself yeah. why your group did not. Like, what are the differences well, yeah, between that's what I was to how say, that group, yeah. how that group operates and how your group operates? Well, your group has moved far from your holy book. Some people adhere right. to their holy book, and it seems as though the people who stick closest to their holy book tend to do better. Right. That's holy exactly book gave it. you a I set of actually, rules. Yeah. I was actually thinking. I was thinking about that a lot actually recently. I was. I don't know if you. Uh, I sent some. I sent something to. I know if you read this book called uh, "Democracy: The God That Died." Mm-mm. You told me about that though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, but it's basically like. I mean, it's it's kind of a anarcho capitalist, but not necessarily. Like they. I think what he called it in the book was natural order. Okay. Like I would say, that's his. That's his. Essentially, like his uh, terminology for what people would call like anarchism or you know modern day libertarian anarcho theories or whatnot. Yeah, I think that actually is a good fit. Like natural order, it is essentially like there is a natural order that can be achieved if we actually strive for it. But I think half of the problem is part of what exactly what you were saying. We spend so much time complaining about the power instead of trying to figure out how to put the power back in our hands. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we say over here, hotep and build, you know, mind your business and and focus on what you're going to build. Right. And that's the, that's the perfect message. More people need to hear it for real. real. We got to, we got to get it out there more. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. But appreciate the call, bro. Yeah, man. Chat Glad small. to see you back. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate you. I'm back, yo. I'm back, and I'm about to turn up, too. You know what I mean? I just I had a little recharge, so I'm about to turn up. So you're going to see get, shit going about to get real loopy with the brand. All right. All right. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. I'm going to holler at you, yo. Shout out to Tari. Tari on the call in. Yeah, we're going to turn up. We got to turn up. It's, um... It's grifting season. What place am I in? Hold on. I got to I gotta see what place I'm in. I got to see what my ranking is. Hold on. Let me check my ranking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We about to check the ranking live right now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. To the... All right. Here we go. Right here. Who's in first place? Chili DeCastro. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney. Second place, Joe Biden, AOC, Trump, Greta Thunberg, Barack and Michelle Obama. This is the Grifties ranking. Fauci, Zelensky. Oh, man. Prince and Meghan. 
Amber Heard, Gavin Newsom, Thomas Fellows. Yay is in 15th place. Call from Steph Colonel. Steph, what up, man? What up, what up? Damn, I finally got it on grip. Hell yeah, man. You got through, man. What's good, bro? Not much, man. Hey, listen, I've been trying to... I want to get a thought off that I've been kind of thinking about for a while regarding, like, uh, like racism and stuff like that. Like, okay. uh, I posted in the chat earlier. I said, I don't... All, I don't think all racism is necessarily, like, evil, right? Yeah. Like, or necessarily has, like, um, bad intentions or 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 malice behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, like if I go and say, buy black, for example, that's technically racist, but I'm saying that because I want somebody who looks like me to succeed. Yes. I'm not harming, I'm not harming nobody else by saying, hey, listen, go support this black person here, right? But yeah. also, I turn around and if I say, listen, buy white, happy white history month, I fuck with you and I want you to succeed and maybe it is racially based, but listen, I want you to succeed. So, yeah. and it's technically racist. So, I mean, you know, and I think also too, if a lot of people start to just get into the mind state of essentially, it, it, it's essentially just accepting that people are just racist and not necessarily evil behind it. I think a lot of the, a lot of the racism that could potentially be evil or people that might have, that might be racist with like kind of evil intentions or on the fence with evil intentions, they may just sway away from the evil intentions and you know, people might just kind of start to get along. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like can't, even yesterday, Cannon was showing us, Cannon was showing us some uh, country rap videos last night. That shit, honestly, that shit look like some, that shit look like some nigga shit to me. Like, <laughs> like if you put, if you put, if you put black folks in there doing the same shit that those white people were doing in that video, like you, it would, it would be, it would be so different. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. It's crazy when I look at stuff like that, how much we even have in common. And it's just like, yo, why are we fighting each other? when We have all this shit in common to begin with. It's just, it's, it's it's mind-boggling me, to be honest, bro. It's mind-boggling, man. It's, uh... It's, uh... You know, that's why I like to specialize in this topic. Like, I call it critical race theory. And, and you know, I'm, I'm going to begin my studies on critical race theory. And, um... And I'm going to get to the bottom of that, Steph. I'm going to get to the bottom of why this race question has so much energy behind it. But I'm going to go in, I'm going to take, I'm going to read all these fucking critical race courses and all the books that they, and I'm going to immerse myself in this black horror flick and see what, what they're saying. And I'm going to come out on top and uh, pause. And, I, and I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to give it to you raw. Pause. Pause. Listen, hey, don't look, look long as you don't, as long as you don't get in the uh, sunken place while you over there, man, we because <laughs> as long as you don't get in that sunken place. Hey, uh, but also too, it's funny that you say that. Uh, I think us is you know, I won't say us as black people are done per se, but I feel like just the the energy or just just kind of like advocating. How can I say? Just kind of, I guess the advocacy for 
black was being pro-black. I think all that shit is done. My, my, my grandmother, one of, one of the last things my grandmother said before she passed was like the days of the original black man are, gone, are done. And that was four years ago. She said this four years ago. Yeah. And it's the truth. And, but when she said it, it was just like, because the way she was, she always, if you were black, she wanted you to win. That's how it was. If you, if you, if you, if you were black, if you were doing something positive, she, she wanted you to win. Yeah. And it just seemed like, you know, she was going for the, for her life. You know, she was just going hard or going hard and wanting to see people be successful or not. And also uh, doing things that put me in the right direction. Um, you know, when you saw all the stuff that was going on out here, it was just like, yo, you, you, you can't help but to just feel defeated. So I think there's, there's definitely a lot of, uh, truth behind what you're saying. And I think a lot of people just need to start, they just need to start opting out of the uh, status quo. Just opt out of the status quo, opt out of the pro-black shit. Because as you see, Dab, Dab July ain't going well. We, we losing, we're losing on Dab July. Like, every, all these black women, still, they still marry white men. They're they not giving no black men a chance. I don't understand what's going on. So, uh, yo. Damn shame. It's Dab, it's Dab July, and these black liberal women, these black boule liberal women are still not giving us a chance. They be out here and they're not giving us a chance. No. They're not looking at us. No. So, no, I, the black man is at the bottom of the totem pole even amongst our own women. Yeah, even amongst it's, our it's, own it's, women, it's, bro. It's, 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 fucking, it's fucking bad, man. All, 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 this, shit, all this shit is bad. <laughs> it's, 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 it's to the point where, honestly, like I said, I'm just, I'm just opting out of it. So, like, when you, when you bring it up on the Griff Report, you know what I'm saying? We go, it's, it's, it's for entertainment purposes only. It's for grifting purposes only. It's not. I'm, we not taking none of this shit. We not taking none of them serious no more. It's, or I don't take it serious now, but I'm just advising everybody else to not even just don't even dwell into it. Just honestly, if you even quote to it, just say like "shut up, bitch" or "bitches ain't shit," but hold the tricks like 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 uh, derogatory shit. Don't even give that shit no think pieces or nothing. Just just go in. Just yeah. go in all the way. Yeah. These are, by the way, these opinions are not the opinions of a uh, Hope Tep Nation. These are mine and mine only. So do not uh, co cancel us, please. Thank you very much. Steph Cardin, appreciate you, bro. All right, bro. Hope Tep and Build, Hope Tep and Ban. I'll let you, bro. <laughs> I'll let you. Hope Tep and Band. <clears throat> YouTube, if you don't see me over here, I'm over on Rumble, man. Cannon stood in for me this week. Everybody say he did a phenomenal job. Shout out to Taylor. Taylor said, you know, we should definitely have him stand in. So shout out to my producers for making that call. Um, and I knew I knew he would do a great job. But right now I'm ranked 34 on the Grifties. I need y'all to go to grifties.com. Go vote for me. I'm about to level up, y'all. I got to power up. I got to power up. I'm only at 34. I'm beating Alex Stein, though. I'm ahead of Alex Stein, and Alex Stein is the reigning champ. Alex Stein is grifter of the year. He was grifter of the year at the Grifties last year. So I'm ahead of Alex Stein. So I'm doing good. There's hope for me. There is hope here for me. I need y'all to, to get it right, man. I need y'all to get it right. Maybe we should change this. I was thinking about... How would this it still would look like that on mobile? Call from uh Hillick. Yo, what up, man? Oh, hello, hello. What's good, man? What's good, bro? 
right, I um, all right. First of all, first of all, you've been sharpening your short, your, your sword. You've been keeping that thing sharp. Uh, yeah, I try my best. Yeah, because you're gonna go into Tim Pool, and when you get there, I hope to see you slicing it, man. <laughs> I, you know, you asked me last time, do I think you're the one? And I think it's important. I think I think you 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 were touching on something there. I forgot about why I even started watching you again. Let me tell you something real quick. I'm sorry to be, I'll just drop all this kind of stuff, but like, you know Sneeko. Obviously, you know Sneeko. You know Sneeko's a clown, right? He's a clown, right? I, I mean, I'm not familiar with his content, but he, he's in the comedy lane, lane I think. We, we keep seeing him, though. You keep seeing him, and he keeps just acting a fool, Sneeko. You know? Him yeah. And a, a lot of these manosphere folk, you know? It's just pathetic. It's, it's, it's pathetic. It's what it is, you know? And, uh, oh, shit. I mean, shit. How long did we spend on this show just talking about fresh and fit, about the manosphere and shit like that? Obviously, they carry a lot of weight in the zeitgeist, you know? And it's like, but then we got Nick, and Nick's coming on this show, and he's not the best. He ain't. He's, you know, I think the criticism that everybody's been saying in chat with you and everything involved, you know, people have been right about that. You know, it's, he's powerful, but he's not, he's not you powerful. And that's what it is. I, when I saw the whole thing go down with Sneeko, with, with Sneeko and Moist Critical, you know, Moist Critical? No. No. Do you, the dude with the whole, he, he was roasting um, Sneeko for like, I don't know, pulling out a gun on his live stream and being like, I'm a Cody, I'm a, I'm a show up in Tampa. I'm a shoot you up or whatever, some bullshit like that. And so he made a whole video and I'm like, I, I, I knew the second that Sneeko was trying to interact with this guy with uh, moist critical, he moist critical. He is on the other side of the good take sphere. He's in the same realm as you, the good take sphere, you know? And when I saw that shit, I mean, obviously, the, the manosphere, it does not survive against good takes. Good takes demolish it. Because they got shitty takes. They got shit. <laughs> every time they talk, every time they open up their fucking mouth, it's... It, Give me it an example. Me Give me an example cringe. of one of their worst takes. Oh, my God. What, what Going comes around to sleeping mind? with a bunch of whores. Going around and encouraging young men to engage in vice. Demeaning young woman. Putting down. It, they, do you know why people are becoming transgender? Do you know why this whole movement has become? Why? It is the manosphere. It is people saying, we not the trust the master. It's people saying, I have seen the degeneracy of the sexuality in the United States today. And I refuse it. I do not want to be a man because I don't want to be a part of the manosphere stuff, whatever. I don't want to be a woman because I'm not, you know, the prized possession, the, you know, big tits, big ass, you know. The, the, the manosphere, they, they're obsessed, obsessed with people having this perfection of the body, of the mind, and they are weak. They are stupid. I hate these motherfuckers. I want you. Hotep, Hotep, let me stop ranting. Let me get down to it. Let me pause. You are the one. You are going to slice apart the manosphere. You are going to take these motherfuckers. My God, it's going to be, it's going to be bloody. It's going to be a fucking slaughter when you're done with them. I'm telling you. 
<laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You are the one. I'm. I'm. I'm convinced of it now. I was really. I was putting a lot of thought into it. You need to destroy the manosphere. Cut it to shreds. Enough of this fucking cringe. I'm sick of it. I am. Look. I am. I'm cringe myself too. I am an internet denizen. I am a. I am. Good lord. I grew up with the internet, man. I have you entered into my realm. I hate to say it like that, but yo, I grew up on the internet. And I watched you come to power and all this kind of shit. All of these fucking idiots come to power, and I want, I want, I, 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 I sympathize with the accelerationists, bro. You don't know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I sympathize with them because I see these clowns. I see these idiots. Going around. Remember when you had a uh, damn? What was her name? She was when, when I called and asked. Um, she was really goddamn smart. She was talking about how there's so many people just lost and they wandering for all their lives and they ain't you know. What she look like? Closer. Um, she was talking about the health fitness stuff. Um, what does she look like? Rook. Rook. She looked. Oh, Rook. Attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She looked very attractive. Oh. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm, but you are the one. I want to see you come in there and don't, don't, don't. I mean, we 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 watched Nick give you know some bad takes and everything like that, and yet everybody's kind of saying agreed. He's still quite powerful. He comes onto that show, and yeah, sure, sure, the black woman might be coming up to him and giving him lots of love, and you might not be super happy about that. But can we deny it? What are we gonna? We gotta cut through, not to Nick, but to those people that are supporting him. We gotta cut through, not to the fresh and fi- not. Well, yes, we gotta cut through the fresh and fit hosts. I don't even know their names. I don't even know those clowns' names that host the fucking fresh and fit podcast. They're losers. The only reason that they're popular is because they get cool people on. Let's be real. They get cool people on. They get a bunch of random whores to come on. Make a fool of themselves. It's good TV. It is good TV. But them themselves, they are not good TV. <laughs> they are not getting good takes. And they are not, they are, you know, okay, you know, you know, leading by example? Everybody, every day of their lives is leading by example. If you are alive, you are an example to somebody else of how people can live. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And these motherfuckers, they have this fucking podcast and they putting themselves out. As, oh, look at me. I'm an example. Look at my fucking Bugatti. <laughs> Gosh, I hate them. I'm sorry. I, I, cause you hate Fresh and I, Fit? I, I oh. <laughs> I'll strangle a motherfucker. <laughs> strangle him. Gosh. It, Teach, I, it's, it, look, man, I, I, I love, like, young men that have not gotten caught up in that bullshit yet. I love dudes that do not have, like, that are, like, still kind of asking the world questions. They're still, you know, their minds are still open, and they're still asking, how are things? How is the world going on? These motherfuckers, they're trying to teach these young men, this is how the world is, and it's, it's not good. Look, the, 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 the culture war, the overall bigger culture war, what are these people doing? They're not fighting. They're, they're, what is this? 
Do you? See, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm ranting. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I appreciate it, man. And, and your words mean a lot to me. You know, like I said before. You know, what's a God to a non-believer? And if you believe in me, then I could be a God and I am the one. And I won't let you down. Precisely. Praise the sun. I believe in you, brother. You can do this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bro. I appreciate you, yo. Hotel and Bill. Take it easy. Thank you. Take it easy. Oh, man. Great callers. Appreciate y'all. You know, we back here tonight, 8 p.m. with Uncle Hotel. Back here, 8 p.m. tonight. I got a bone to pick with him again. I got a bone to pick with Uncle Hotep tonight. Matter of fact, let me get my show notes out. I got, you know, I use, um, I'm old school. We use um, index cards and shit. So, like, every time I have a talk with somebody, there's an index card that exists for that talk. And it's, um, it's written in pencil. Um... So this is Uncle Hotep's card. So, you know, dealing with Uncle Hotep tonight, we first have to ask him about. Um, and I can't say it now because then I won't be able to catch him off guard. You don't have to catch him off guard. But, um, and he might be listening or he might have to play back or you guys might clip this. So I can't say what it is, but um, I'm coming in with uh, the first strike tonight as usual. Call from Tinfoil Durag. Tinfoil Durag on the line. Yo, what up, bro? What's going on? It's been a little while. Been a minute. Been a minute. Welcome, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been catching it on the the replay, but uh, okay. you know, I'm always here. So I uh, definitely, I definitely need to say you you got, you got to stop going for Unk for his workouts. Um, and uh. I'm, I'm gonna tie it into this Nick Fuentes thing and the freshest fit and the parallel between you and you and them, right? Mm-hmm. So when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? Yeah. And not everybody is ready for, you know, the strong dad kind of workout, You your workout, my workout, stuff like that. Yeah. So if Uncle Hotep is the catalyst in order to get people to be a little bit more uh, health conscious, it's yeah. better that, you know, they find somebody that has a closer proximity in skill and everything else to not be intimidated. Once they feel that they're off of that or even, you know, Uncle Hotep is off of that, then he might reach out to you in order to get, like, a, a better workout. But the fact that he's doing something is something, you know, like, it's it's a good thing that he, he's moving around and everything else. Yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, we're gonna take out an insurance plan on his old ass. So we need, we actually need Uncle Hotep, <laughs> even if it's one fucking kettlebell and he's swirling it around his hips, you know, whatever it is that he's doing. Um, my only beef is he's got to step up the workout fits. Those workout fits are terrible. You know what I'm saying? His feet is ashy. We need him to put some damn shea butter on them feet. You know, he's barefoot working out on his porch. The, the porch looked like it ain't been painted since slavery. You know, he got one of them old <laughs> slave houses, right? So, you know, I, I need him to, to figure out, you know, when he's going to sand that deck and get a new paint job on that deck. That deck is horrendous. And, 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 and again, his workout fits are, are terrible, are terrible. But you're right. He does, he does relate to the everyday man. So the everyday man's not going to be, um, you know, having the nicest fits. 
But for the sake of YouTube, Uncle Hotep, you got to coordinate your fits better, man. At least yeah, get something that cover up that. your belly. Every time this nigga lift up the damn, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 he lift up the damn um, kettlebell, his belly hanging out now. Yeah, he got yeah, a color purple I, I house. You know, <laughs> they shot they shot the color purple at this fool house. Um, but yeah, that that's my only beef. You know, I, I definitely support him working out and getting in good shape because, you know, we can't afford to lose Uncle Hotep. I still haven't cashed in on his likeness yet, so we're gonna need him to stick around a little while longer. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the how uh, Tanner ended the show yesterday with um. Yes, absolutely. We got to come together and get Unk's uh, footwear right. Yeah, you, you know, you got Strong Dad doing doing uh, the house thing, you know, uh, renovations and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got, got that communi- uh, the community going. Yeah, the community is community. But, in. Yep. But, yeah, you know, um, what the other caller was kind of saying, too, um, to kind of touch on that, because what everybody was kind of saying as far as Nick Fuentes is, is like, I look at him almost like fast food, right? Fresh or fit is like fast food, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how to cook, you're just going to deal with fast food. Once you learn how to cook, though, it's, it's different, you know, like the different ingredients, the different types of things you could throw in there. What's too much salt, too little salt. You have appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. But when you start, you know, doing your own gardening and, and have an appreciation for that rather than going and getting your produce, there's levels to it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that Fresher Fit is the entry level, right? Yeah. Fuentes is the entry level. So them being together makes sense, but at the end of the day, it gets the conversation started or primes people's minds for those types of thoughts yes. in order to really start hearing these things and understanding and, and searching for that knowledge. Mm-hmm. 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 No, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Uh, it gets the conversation going, puts things in people's minds that ordinarily wouldn't have been there and, and starts conversations. You're right. You're right. I mean, we, we, we've all been there. Some of us have been removed for quite some time, but yeah, you know, We've all been there at one, one point in time. So Correct. You can't, Correct. Um, you can't shit on somebody else's journey. So Yeah, and some people even like, uh, you know, like the kids now, they like Andrew Tate, you know. And, and um, you know, if that's their, that's the way they get onboarded, you know, so be it. But at least somebody, at least they're getting the right message um, in their minds, you know. Or close to it, at least. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. And one thing yeah. I, I definitely do want to point out, because y'all, y'all have said something about strong dad and, you don't have to have a kid in order to be a strong dad and i really have to kind of live with that for a little bit mm. and yesterday kind of came it came through for me um because yeah. I, I got a brother that's younger than me um different mother same father and you know i kind of had to pave the way in the sense of not having my father in my life and him same way but me kind of being that person and now understanding the knowledge that y'all gave me you know understanding that I can live my life in a way and put pressure on him in a way and speak to him in a way to live his life in a better way. And we got a younger brother too. So I got to start priming him in order to, to reach our younger brother. So, yeah. Know, yeah. Um, I always wanna, say, if you want to influence the youth, man, um, be what it is that you want them to be. Of course. Of 
was. Yeah, got to exude excellence. That, that was hard, right? Because, mm. like, I was always in the, like, car culture when he was younger, so he looked into that, and that's who he is now. But he's not seeing the moves that I'm doing now. He's starting to change, starting to, you know, do his stocks and everything else. But he still doesn't really understand fully what it takes to get in pretty much he's reaching 30 so you know we're talking about that like you got to sit down and understand what you really want out of life and really put in the work make the sacrifices and everything else yeah um so it, it took a little bit of time to sit there to get him to a place where we could really talk about that you know um like he had to he doesn't have his ged now and he's looking to kind of move forward and do like uh, airplane mechanics it's like yeah hmm. we need to sit down and do all these things right like you mm. got to get your ged yeah you're you're now when working in the airport you have it in but just because you're training with that doesn't mean that you put that aside like you have free time now that's an hour that you can put towards your ged that'll push you further yeah and you know look into the airplane mechanic to see if that's something that you really want what do you do once you're in there like how do you excel from that because our father is a mechanic and you know he's not doing anything with it he never set up any retirement he has eight kids doesn't take care of them so it's like if that's not the life that you want to live then you gotta and he specifically said that like i don't want to be him and i was in the same place but i was like you gotta sit there and map out your life because at the end of the day the same way that 30s coming up quick or you 40s gonna come up even quicker so yeah when you have a plan outline and everything else you know it's not you're you're going at the the winds of the, the river and the current, right? You're, you're paddling and navigating the rivers to, to lead you to where you want to go. Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yep. You so, nailed it. So I, I say all that to, to say thanks and uh, keep up all the good work. You know, the, the people that need to hear it will be the people. And, um, you know, the, the followers will come. The whole Ice Cube thing will come in time. You know, just keep on doing what you're doing, bro. Yo, salute, man. Hotel and Bill. Tenfold do rag on the check in. We're back tonight, Uncle Hotep. We got a lot to talk about. We're gonna talk about the Nate Fuentes stuff tonight. We're gonna talk about Hunter's cocaine in the White House. Um, I gotta take a look. Producers, shout out to our producers, Jabari, Jason, Chad, Taylor. Shout out to all our producers. I'm gonna take a look at what topics they got for us this week and then um i'll distill them down and send them out to unk but we'll be back here in three hours i'm gonna go refresh myself and then come back and then um yeah i'm gonna shoot the shit and find out exactly what's going on with uncle hotel what's up with them shitty ass workout outfits and all of that so make sure y'all tune in uh right here we on rumble hotel tv and on youtube uh hotel jesus even though we try and get off YouTube as soon as y'all meet me over on Locals, hotepjesus.locals.com. Hopefully you guys meet me over there. And then um, we can really get the party started. But I'm about to turn up for the for the 9 to the 2000. I'm about to turn up. Uh, just got off uh, family vacation and got a lot of work done while I was there. And had a lot of interesting conversations with um, business associates. I got a meeting tomorrow morning. Um, with a potential sponsor so um, yeah I, I got a boot camp starting up with a client soon a lot of shit is popping <clears throat> oh man hold on a second 
Damn, almost died on the live. Damn. <sighs> Woo. Almost got me. Almost took me out. Mm. They asked it was a it was a it was a white man that did it. If they asked a white man did it, he came and poisoned me live on stream, y'all seen it. <laughs> so they can remember my name. You know, black men who died at the hands of white men get better promotion. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Mm, like I was saying, yeah, big things popping. I think they fixed my locals page too. If you go to my locals page, I think that's I think that's um out and although I think the hold on a second. They they still have to locals if you're if you're listening, I need you to um hold on. Chrome, where's Chrome? Let me go on Chrome and see if they fixed my image here. Um, hotepjesus.locals.com. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah, that image is it's low res. Why did they low, lower the resolution on that photo? I don't know. Anyway, it looks it looks you know fairly decent on mobile. I would like it to be higher definition, higher quality photo. I sent them high quality photos straight from my Dropbox. So I don't know what's going on with that, but you know, it's a whip. It's a whip. We're on Rumble. Make sure y'all subscribe on Rumble. Some people are saying, you know, how do you how do you uh, support Hotep Jesus? It's very simple. Go to TriMasterFocus.com. Hit the link in the description box below. Link in the description box below is going to apply a 30% discount to your cart. And you get a super low discount. Um, uh, super big cut on your Master Focus. That's our brain pill. Yeah. Um, and... Um, that's the best way to support me, man. Support my companies. Support my companies so I can make that bigger, better, and better. There's some things that we're going to be moving around with that initiative. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, I own that company. I started that company with my money. Um, I'm 100% owner of that company. I only have one partner. Uh, shout out to Alex. Um, and um, we're, we're moving some things around branding-wise. So you may see me a bit, you know, poking here or there, asking you guys questions. And um, but, yeah, we're we're new changes coming to the whole master focus situation. We're getting bigger, bigger, better, better, uh, more laser targeted for our demographics. Um, good, good, good things coming out of that. So look out for changes coming soon with that. Um, and then, yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Anyway, um, come back tonight at 8 p.m. I'll be here with Uncle Hotep. We're going to dig in his ass right from, right out the gate. Pause. I'll let y'all later, man. Yeah, I can try to get that handled for you. Again, it's only my second day, so if you can give me a second. How am I supposed to do this? How the hell are we supposed to do this by 5 o'clock? I have no clue. Is that possible? Hey, do you have the password to... How'd you finish all your work already? He's not tapped in. Mm -mm. How'd you get that done so quick? 
They think they're gonna be able to budget that. It's money. That's money right there. You understand? You guys finished your work six hours early. He's not tapped in. <laughs>